are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's up with you? Hump day, baby. Girl, getting ready to see my main child. Sorry about that. Um, what you say? What's up with you? I said getting ready to see my main child. Excited. Oh, uh, is this mm-hmm. Yes, honey. Yes. You're well, ready. I know you're excited about mm. that. Um, Very. I know. How, how has your week been? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Child, working from home is like the is like a blessing and a curse. Um, you know, you sit at home, you just there, and you just there, and you just sitting around, and you're in your pajamas half the day. Sometimes, oh, never mind. Um, but it, it it can be very very boring, especially if you're used to interaction. We haven't been having a lot of work. Yeah, can you hear me? You went out for some reason. Can you hear me now? Um, what about now? Yeah, you're, you're back. Okay, I don't know what the hell. Okay. Yeah, but uh, working from home is sometimes the pits. It's like I like it because I can get stuff done around the house, but I actually miss interactions and stuff. So, yeah, that's about it. How's everything going on your end? Okay. Uh concrete, can I can I, I can hear you now. Okay. So, um everything has been good on my end. I am looking forward to the weekend. I am I don't know why, but I'm just like looking forward to the weekend. It hasn't been a bad week as far as work goes. Um a productive week, but it's been, you know, a little lighter than usual, so I'm certainly not complaining about that, but I'm still anxious for the weekend. I think like when it starts getting close to the end of the year I am kind of like you know the days seem to drag on and I'm ready for the holidays and it's just kind of like all of my working hours I'm thinking about other stuff that I could be doing so I think that's my struggle okay shout out to everybody in the chat what's going on people how y'all feeling how y'all mama them but honey, it, I'm just ready for the weekend. Um, trying to get everything situated, honey. Getting my Christmas uh and stuff going. Have you been Christmas shopping? Are you still Christmas shopping? Um, you want the truth? What you say, Danny? I said, do you want the truth? Okay, I'm having some technical difficulties, so I'm gonna hop off and hop back on, and hopefully that resolves it. So give me just a second, and I'll be right back. Okay. Well, what's going on, chat? What y'all up to? I see we got somebody new up in this thing. What's up, Skizzy? Exclamatic, you ready to be trained? Honey, I think it should be some interesting conversation. I was thinking about this, uh, and I just thought, like, we should do some uh, sensitivity training. It was so funny to me. Like, this is a wild space. Y'all, you guys are not sensitive whatsoever. You guys are horrible. And, you know, I just came to give y'all a piece of my mind. Mm-hmm. Let y'all know what it really is. But how's everybody doing? What y'all up to? 
hit the like button if you want to, or, you know, if you will, I want y'all to, but you know how y'all do us. So yeah, child, ain't nothing going on. What y'all been up to? Hey, Brandon. Let me just go through and speak to everybody since we waiting on concrete. Lacey, what's going on? IG, I sprint four GIs. Okay. Hey, David Johnson, what's going on, friend? Hey, friend. Hey, Auntie Wanda. Long time no see, honey. Ayo, male Israelite. Hey. You know, I'll, I'll be hoping I'll be saying y'all shit right because y'all know I got a Mississippi public school education. So, yeah. Um, hey, Brown Becky, what's up? With you and yeah. Um, let me go ahead and I'm going to turn on the computer as well because I'm still getting some feedback, but I was actually looking into it while I was um, coming back in. And it says that there's an issue with Apple and OBS. So um, it was saying like there's another application you can, ooh, sorry, download onto your phone and um, in order to try to resolve the audio issue. But in the meantime, I'm going to pull up the computer so I can actually make sure that I can hear everything clearly. So sorry in advance about these technical issues. This is something that just started like maybe a week ago, but it's like every time I... Um, dial into stream yards i have some staticky issues and it usually goes away after a little bit okay there you go okay i'm still here okay no i'm saying i can hear you perfectly now so let's see how long this lasts but i'm pulling it up i'm pulling up the stream on uh, my computer as well um okay. but i wanted to to talk a little bit about some 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 little hot topics honey what you got on the board honey Baby, listen. Okay, so first of all, did you see that Tory Lanez um, is kind of like trolling Meg? First of all, yesterday he was making some snide comments about the accusations. And today she put up a twerking video and he said um, all that for the gram, but couldn't take no D-I-C-K. Child, he shot her in the foot and then go say she couldn't take the beat. That's the problem with these dudes. Girl, with a cussory ass out. You hear me? Listen, but they say he got like little man syndrome or something. Like, you know, he just acts out when things don't go his way. But I was like, you're just adding insult to injury. Now, you did not have to go there. Child, I would have cussed his ass out till I couldn't cuss no more. You really going to sit up there and say something about me not being able to take anything after you <laughs> shot me at both feet? You ever seen the, like, the old westerns where they be shooting at the people's feet and they be dancing and stuff? Listen, yes, listen. <laughs> That's what he was doing to me. I- I saw that, but you know what? They're saying that it didn't happen the way she said it did and yada, yada, yada. Um, so they're saying that he was like tussling. Oh, and he's saying, Oh, wait till wait till the trial and everything's gonna come out, but that it didn't have like it was uh, it was unintentional, like someone tried to snatch the gun from him or something and the gun went off. Um, allegedly. Uh, this dude gonna say, So why did Meg want him? I'm gonna say she wanted him because she had low self-esteem and dudes oh. that's like over six feet wasn't checking for her because she kind of tall. Yeah, but she's a, she's a, she a big stallion. old girl, <laughs> and, 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 and so 
um meg was just trying to get in where she fit in and he caught her at a moment of uh vulnerability and he took advantage of that mm -hmm. that's my answer well i mean i think she was just like she was just trying to have a little bit of fun you know like and you know it might have been on one of those nights they're partying <laughs> and having fun and um you know she she tried it so wait a minute I, I i'll say she could take a bullet but couldn't take the deal <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Y'all wrong. Seriously. Like that is so mean. And I don't like joking about like, you know, like it, I don't think that it's a laughing matter to like any kind of domestic situations like that. But I do think that there are two sides to every story. And I, for one, am not one to like jump to conclusions when, um, you know, the facts seem really hazy and nobody is just being 100% clear uh, regarding what happened. And in addition, like the two other people that were in the vehicle too have, uh, in my, uh, from what I've heard, have given accounts that, that contradict what Meg is saying. So I'm not going to be quick to like, you know, jump on anybody's bandwagon, but it's unfortunate that she was shot in the foot, but he feels some type of way, honey. I mean, I don't even know why he would still be communicating with somebody who said they shot them in the foot. Like, if especially because they're saying um, we've heard accounts from the security guard. I think we I want to say we heard account from somebody else that was in a car. Yeah, the security guard wasn't there, but her best friend who she's since blocked um, was mm -hmm. in the car. And mm -hmm. she's the one who's given like a different account of, of things. Yeah, a girl that said that the bullet ricocheted off the ground and got her in the foot. But, yeah. you know, I don't child. know if we'll ever find, unless like they do, it does go to trial and there are some transcripts. That's may, that might be the only way that we get a clear picture as to what probably happened. But um, I don't think we, this may be one of those like mysteries that never gets solved. And there's so much going on around it. It's like, I want to know what happened, dang it. Oh, shout out to Goldie1942 um, for the cash app. Thank you so much, Goldie. Thank you. We need these good vibes, honey. Girl, but mm -hmm. uh, have you heard about Tiny supposedly divorcing T.I. or trying to divorce T.I.? Wait, repeat that, Danny. Sorry. Um, have you heard about Tiny divorcing T.I. again? Concrete, can you hear me? I can't. Um, I'm, I have to listen to the audio through another source. So um, I couldn't. Hear, now I can hear what you're saying, but I couldn't hear what you were saying before. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. So um, I'm going to download the app and see if that resolves it, but I'm not sure. So what else um, do you have going on? Or is there anything hot and trending that you want to talk about? Yeah, I was asking you about T.I. and Tiny. I haven't heard anything about them. Oh, supposedly um, they're getting divorced. Uh, she filed for divorce again. Oh, wow. Really? Um, yeah. Do you think she's really going to leave them this time, though? Uh, that's interesting. I, I don't think she's going to leave him. Um, but it seems like they have a pretty tumultuous relationship. Like every few years they're going through these like serious changes in their relationship. Um, you know, maybe it's time like to move on and do something different. Uh, I don't believe in 
people feeling like they're hostage to, you know, a situation because of children, because of whatever the reason, like if you're unhappy and you're constantly going through these issues that results in, you know, you having to go file for a divorce, somebody moving out of the house, then maybe just call it quits. Chow, I, I think um, she probably feels like she's stuck. Um, then if you're dating somebody that's been um, in the spotlight and they've been celebrities for as long as we can remember, and I want to say over two decades, mm -hmm. um, I think she would probably have a huge problem with finding a man, especially somebody on T.I.'s level. Then they just had a baby. Um, right. It should be about three or four years old, yeah. but still it's a very young child. And mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, she's probably stuck. Now, do you think that she should, um, do you think that it's wise for her to stay because of that? Like, oh, and I mean, I guess she could kind of go join Floyd's herd of women, but do you think she should stay? Um, you know what? Now, as a person who kind of looks at the, depending on their vows, because some, some people, uh, vows don't necessarily mean what they do when you start out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're saying that you're dealing with a person for better or for worse, for richer or for poor, and you take your vows seriously, then yes, you're supposed to stay with that person. Um, and it's an interesting thing because a lot of women would tell her to stay, to, to leave that situation. But at the same token, um, having a husband is having a sense of security. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't yeah, think she would I be able to that. necessarily do better than T.I. Um, because she's not deemed as the most attractive woman. Um, uh -oh. But, uh -oh. but now she is definitely seen as a loyal woman. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think T.I. Yeah. would actually, uh, I don't think he would have it. I think he would stalk her. I think he would probably send you guys so? to take, what? Really? Now, I, I agree with you. I have to say that I not, and I, I don't like, I don't think that she would be able to find someone in the same um, situation financially like that could provide financially in the way that T.I. does. But, um, she, you know, she could find somebody if she's willing to deal with someone who, you know, can't provide her the same comforts that T.I. has. Yeah, I don't think so either. But shout out to Jack Spade. Um, he says T.I. and Tiny are both going through perimenopause mm -hmm. it's expected what is perimenopause i've never heard of that before um and shout out to canon wilds he told me to use the melody voice oh the girl they love that melody voice baby we're gonna have to make some money off of that um but <laughs> listen um thanks guys for the super chats I just think, and, and I'm not one to encourage, like, I, I hate to see, you know, black families split up, you know, unless there is some abuse going on or just, you know, some serious issues. But at the same time, I do think that people should 
um, do what makes them happy. You know what I mean? You only live, you only get one life to live. And I don't think that, you know, you should spend years with somebody or trying to make it work when things are already bad. And I just, I'm not a proponent for people staying in situations that they're unhappy in. But concrete, what's the best option for her? <laughs> Listen, um, you know, so then the best option may just be being single. Like, I, I don't know why, but being single is not the end of the world. She has raised her children. She's, you know, had done the family thing. She might decide that it's not for her. And like I said, I'm a proponent of family, but I also understand that, um, you know, there, there can be peace in your singleness. Like sometimes you may just come to the realization that being in a relationship or being married um, is not what you desire. And I think that that is okay. But concrete, she's been single. No, she's, she's been married for so long and it's probably not going to be conducive to her young child to see her father outside of the house. So well, if, if know, mom and dad aren't happy together, that's not conducive either. Oh, no, concrete. Because uh, I'm kind of looking at it like this and I'm thinking like, okay, they've been married for so long. Um, T.I., when she was messing around or whatever it was with Floyd, there was like um, some stuff, you know, like everybody had something to say, even though T.I. had been running around on her. He's gotten caught multiple times. Um, she was she said she never slept before Floyd. She said mm -hmm. she was just, you know, hanging around the harem, you know, just around. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she was around, you know, that that calls for whatever. But T.I. had a problem with that. T.I. was like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was booed up with Bernie's Burgos. With grandma, honey. And Listen, baby. Mm. Fly grandma, though. Fly She's grandma. Sexy grandma. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I just think that um, I don't think it would be. It's interesting with people who's been in relationships damn near all their lives. She doesn't seem like the type of person that has been. I don't think she's been single um, for as long as we've as, as long as she's had celebrity. So right in the beginning it, of her career, before she met T.I., after she had Zonique, she was single. But um, I do think, yeah, she's been with him for probably 20 years or more. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just I understand that. And I like, listen, I was with my ex for 14 and a half years. I understand the fear of like leaving of realizing that a situation may not be conducive to you. And, you know, you have so much at stake. You feel like you have so much at stake, so much that um, is tied into your situation that it's kind of like, you know, thinking about leaving is even overwhelming, but you know, there is happiness on the other side of that. Like I, you know, as scary as it was, I stepped out on faith and, you know, things worked out and I'm certain that things will work out for her. Like it's scary when you're in the relationship and you're considering all of these things all at once and trying to think about the logistics of how things will work. But once you step out there, it's, it's, it's not that bad. 
Child, we say that, but listen, you know, um, being, being women that's uh, that probably has never really had a problem with getting dudes. Um, I'm not gonna necessarily she say don't have a problem thing. getting one. He may be, you know, he may not be on her level, but she certainly won't have a problem getting a man. So you, of who she's she gonna is. do like a gabaret sitabe thing. What do you, What do you mean by that? Elaborate. Like get a man that's not really um, that's not what you, what you're worth. Like, like a whole uh, Serena Williams. Yeah, the, like Serena. she'll date down. Um, she could. She, when she started dating Tia, she was dating now. Ooh, ooh. Uh, I ooh, mean, they hit the woman like that. I'm just saying, she had the fame and whatever fortune she had because they they wrote songs for a lot of people. Um, T.I. Yep. was, you know, trying to break into the rap game or was an up-and-coming rapper. This is so true. This is so true. Well, just to switch lanes, yeah. let me ask you about this. What do you think about putting your child in name brand clothing? Um, I've been seeing a lot of... Uh, I had a conversation with a, a, a chick one time and... um. She was telling me that she her daughter was in public school, um, but she had her daughter walking around in like uh, like non name brand shoes. Like we call them buddies down here. And so she had a child walking around in buddies and she was saying that she wanted to teach her daughter like the value of a dollar. And I was like, I, I, I disagreed with that. Because I'm like, if you got a child in public school and you got them walking around with like no name brand tennis shoes and shit, I think you kind of put your children in a way of getting to be made fun of. What do you think about that? Um, I think that I wouldn't do something like that just to teach my child a lesson. I mean, if that's all that I could afford, I would, you know, get what I could afford. Um, I do know kids can be unnecessarily cruel. Um, I'm not one of those people that's like caught up on brands, but I was a young mom. So when, when my kids were younger, I was into that type of stuff and the Chabot and Air Max and Air Force One, like all that type of stuff. When I was younger, I cared about it. But as a grown woman, you know, if my kid has on some nice sneakers, they can, I'll go to the Gap, you know. I'll go to Carter's or wherever and get their clothes. But, um, you know, I, I think I can understand in those situations if that's all you can afford. But here in um, Georgia, they most of the schools are um, uniform for that reason. That was like the primary reason that some schools were saying that they were moving to uniform style of dress. And yeah, I, I, I think the uniform style of dress is is, is cool. You know, I, I, I agree with that to a certain degree. But if your child is already in uniforms, mm -hmm. um, then Excuse if you send your child to a public school and you're dealing with public school children and mm -hmm. you you have uh, your child is in buddies, especially for a boy. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like you're putting your child in a line of fire when you do that. Yeah, I, I mean, to be completely honest, I, I hated uniforms. I was mad when we relocated and my kids had to wear uniforms. I liked my kids to have their own individuality. I, I was like, uniform, you know, I, I just wasn't happy about it. But, um, you know, I think that 
like I said, I, I, I don't, I think that it's silly to do it just to try to teach a child, a little kid, a point. Um, and I think that, you know, you can't be exposing them to unnecessarily, te- unnecessary teasing and all that type of stuff. Um, shout out to Anthony Southeast. He said Nikes versus Skippies. LOL. The kids should know the difference. The kid probably does not necessarily know the difference, but other kids, if your child don't know the difference, I guarantee somebody else's child does. And kids can be mean as hell. I mean, I think that's true. Like I said, I, I just, you know, if it's a matter of not being able to afford it, you know, you get what you can, but I wouldn't do it just to, you know, teach my child the value of a dollar. I think that there are other ways that you can teach your children the value of a dollar. It's one thing if the child is tearing the shoes up or trading shoes with somebody who got the Batman specials or the Shaquille O'Neal's from Walmart. That's one thing, you know, okay, well, I'm not buying you any more name brand shoes. Okay. You know, you like to tear your shoes up. So these are going to be just your school shoes. And after school, you're running around in some light ups. But, uh, um, <laughs> but um, I wouldn't do it. Oh, uh, we still practice this shit like right now. Uh, you know um, what? You better not be putting Solomon in no light ups. Girl, Solomon ain't going. Um, <laughs> Solomon, like I got to stay fr- uh, fresh, baby. Uh, but it was at one point when he got out of... um. So, you know, when they're two and three years old, two, three mm-hmm. and four years old, they're always going to be interested in them light up shoes and fun shoes, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, of course. like little Spider-Mans and stuff. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with it. Um, he, When he got to school, like when he got out of kindergarten and, you know, I would still buy him name brand things. But every of course, everything wasn't name brand. All of his clothes, you we're going to be at Children's Place. We'll be at Target. Now, I'll tell you something. Walmart has terrible quality for clothes for kids. And so Mm -hmm. I just won't go there anymore. But uh, Target, Children's Place, um, TJ Maxx, Marshalls was my my staple. Still is, to be honest. Well, I think that um, David Johnson brought up a good point. He says that he doesn't think that teaching children materialism is conducive for good character development. And I agree with that. Um, unfortunately your child is in a westernized society where everyone is caught up on labels so how do you ensure that you're not teaching your child materialism sorry um, that you're not teaching your child materialism but at the same time not putting your child in a position to where they're going to be teased I was kind of thinking about that um, because I you know she she did bring up that point and I thought it was a good point but I was like at the same token, you're trying to teach your child about something that's probably going against everything everybody else is saying. And at the end of the day, um, I would rather buy the shoes than subject my child to um, certain pressures for a seven-year-old, eight-year-old um, going through life or, you know, just kids going through life and having to survive in a public school, in any school setting. Because like I said, Kids can be really, really, really cool, uh, cruel. And so you might be teaching your child the value of a dollar, but your child is not going to be able to make those same arguments to kids her age or kids his age. Um, kids don't really care about your value of a dollar. Now, I'm not saying that everything has to be name, brand, this, that, and the third. The shoes ain't got to cost uh, $1,200 or anything like that. But it's like... Come on, dog. Y'all, you, you know where you got your kids at. You know what kind of environments they're in. Yeah. You know what, so I, you know, it just made me kind of think about some stuff. Mm-hmm. 
No, I agree with you. I think that we're on the same page as it relates to that. But I want to get off into this topic, baby, because they ask and the people, they want to know what what is um, manosphere sensitivity training 101? Um, well, welcome to, to the course, you guys. Mm-hmm. So, Pro- Professor George. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> Soon to be Professor Mid- Middleton. Okay. So, I was thinking about this. So, um, you know, Kevin Samuels has went viral um, mm-hmm. for his uh, one of his recent videos. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there. I was looking at everybody talk about this woman bad. They called her all kinds of ugly. They done found that woman social media, honey. All kinds of pics of, of that woman in pop. Yes, up. yes, yes. They are probably some unflattering pics. A little unflattering. Some of them can be. And sometimes you just don't think you're going to go viral that day. Right? So I was sitting there and I've been looking at everybody. I've seen a lot of people call this woman ugly, uh, say a bunch of things about this woman. And I was thinking about the manosphere. I'm looking at the manosphere rating system on how they rate certain women versus how they rate other women. And I was like, these are some mean sons of guns, honey. Like they mean as shit. And I was like, they need some sensitivity training. But then I thought about it. (sighs) I said, oh, they need sensitivity training, but black women also need sensitivity training. Black women will sit here and dog your ass out. Talk about your family, your dog, your grandpa, your grandma. They will talk about your whole bloodline. Um, talk about you as a person. Talk about your character. Talk about everything that they can talk about. They will do everything to destroy you. But as soon as a man tells you a truth that you asked for, we're on his ass because he told you the truth and he didn't say it in a nice way. He wasn't nice about it. He wasn't sweet when he said this to you. He should have said it like this. He shouldn't have told her that. Um, They need to be more nicer to us. They need to do this with us. But we don't really take accountability for a lot of the situations that we put ourselves in. Um, I feel like we will dog each other out, but look for men to treat us a certain way when we have we don't demand that shit from each other. Oh, so it just makes me wonder Ooh. what are we doing here? Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. Well, um, I have to say that you know I've seen some of the same um, negativity that the young lady has been getting, and to be completely honest, like I said before. Um, I wasn't mad at Kevin's assessment. She came to hear him seeking his perspective. She said she often watches him. She loves his show. Da, 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 da. So you went on there seeking his perspective. So you're not going to see me caping for her um, regarding what in, in, in reference to him giving his um, solicited opinion. Um, however, I do think that the aftermath has been unwarranted on sis. Uh, people going to find her social media, posting pictures of her and, you know, just berating her and things of that nature. I think that that is just real mean and distasteful. Um, but on the flip side of that, I have to agree with Danny um, relating to women. Like, 
we are attacking men for um, their opinions. We're attacking men for, um, or we're, we're upset that men are giving their opinions. And though they are harsh, you know, that's their opinions. They're talking about their preferences. They're talking about who they feel, des- uh, you know, deserves or doesn't deserve a specific type of man. And we mad about it. But at the same time, we are very quick to um, go in on men. We're very quick to talk about a man's pockets, to talk about a man's lack of height, to talk about a man's uh, facial features, his unattractiveness, whatever, you know, um, whatever comes up. If it If it's not pleasing to us, we don't hesitate to give those unwarranted opinions. And in the same vein, you know, we do the same thing to one another. You know, I, I, I and to be completely honest, I've seen a number of women saying that they don't think she's attractive too. Um, you know, but she's not, she doesn't seem to be looking for a woman. So, you know, whatever. But um, I just think that it is kind of hypocritical of us because we do the same thing when, as it relates to men. This is me on my pick me soapbox. And Honey. we do the same thing to one another. Um, you know, we will be so hard if a man is under six feet. We always putting stuff off on a, a man when he is not up to par with what we feel like he should be. But at the same time, um, we do a lot of shit to diminish ourselves. But I just don't feel like there's always accountability for our parts and stuff. Um, a shout out to Janelle S. She says she's being exploited. What do you think about that? I think that's an interesting point. Um, and shout out to BAP because BAP is saying that it's a part of bully culture. Mm. And I, I, I think wow. that's also a very, very good point. And shout out to my bro, David Johnson, for that big 20, honey. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you, David. Thanks, ladies, for the commentary. Um, I have to agree with Janelle. I definitely think she's being exploited. Um, I, I, I don't blame her because for the exploitation, but I do have to say that, you know, she kind of entered into the lion's den, so to speak. You went on an all-male cha- all channel, which he stated that it wasn't even the ladies' night, but he extended the courtesy for her to come up so he can give his opinion. And I just think that his opinion wasn't favorable, and I don't know if she was expecting something different because she did seem pretty let down by what he was saying. And she was like, oh, you're so mean, and this, that, and the other. And I, I assume that she was um, expecting to hear something different. But the one thing that Kevin is, is he's honest. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I won't condemn him for giving his opinion, regardless of the fact that, you know, I feel like his delivery wasn't pleasing to a woman's ears. But um, that's that's what you, you got what you came for. Um, shout out to this is not D. Darrell. Um, He said, what is Kevin Samuel really worth? Zero. LOL. <laughs> Well, um, I don't know what he's worth. However, his she must have valued his opinion because she came looking for it. Yeah, and it, it just kind of kills me because, like I said, we hold we want to hold men to certain standards, but I have seen us break each other oh. down and literally try to destroy each other with our own words. Okay. Um, D. said he was asking. He was he meant what is Kevin Samuel's opinion worth? Okay. Oh, oh, child, because I. Okay, gotcha. Me too. But, uh, I'm like, we don't know what that man got in the bank. But um, so, what is his opinion worth? I guess was uh, was the question. 
Shout out to my baby daddy. He says the delivery is just as important as the message. Me. I'm more of a flies with honey type of guy, but let's be real. The folks that call into his show already have an, an idea of what to expect. Babe, I absolutely agree. Um, Like I said, we don't necessarily want to take accountability when we put ourselves in certain situations. Um, yeah, When people that's are dogging you out, we don't correct those behaviors, but I think we actually kind of go in for more, but we don't say that we abuse each other. We don't call each other out for the shit that we talk to each other. But when a man says something, we're going to penalize him. We're going to say, oh my gosh, she's right. just so wrong. Um, and, and I feel like he's kind of catching a lot of flack. He uh, is. He's getting a lot of bad press. I've seen several women. I haven't watched any of the videos, but several women are doing like personal videos on him and attacking him. And I see we got a super chat. But after that, I wanted to know, what do you think about it? There does seem to be a fairly clear division where the men understand where he was coming from and agree with his approach. Well, you know, for the most part, you don't see anything wrong with his approach. And the women feel like, oh, my gosh, he didn't have to attack her. How dare he? What do you think about that clear division amongst the masses? Um, and, and if if you have an opinion on whether or not um, what what that kind of what that speaks to. Um, with the division, it speaks to the to shit that's been looming for a long time. You have a space now where men are expecting women to be more accountable. Men are not taking our shit like they used to. Um, at one point, people would have spared her, but you have women that have actually taken advantage of those situations to where um, the men can tell you the truth, but... Or men will lie to sleep with you. Men will uh, tell you you cute just to get whatever they can mm -hmm. get in certain situations. Mm -hmm. But like I said, we do more damage to ourselves because we listening to all the music that's calling us all kind of bitches and hoes. We talk to each other extra crazy. When we get into disagreements, it's not a, hey, sis, let's holler at this. Let's talk about it on yeah. the side. We see examples of that all the time in this space. Exactly. So it's like you you say you want one thing on the other, but have you ever heard this uh, statement that uh, people treat you how you treat you or men treat you how you treat yourself? Mm -hmm. um, I've heard that all yeah. growing up all my life. And I find that to be very true. When you carry yourself like a respectful woman, I'm not going to say it's unlikely that you'll be disrespected because, of course, that can happen. But I don't think the likelihood is going to be as high um, if you're not carrying yourself like a respectful woman. And it's like, um, I want to say I had a talk with Bomb Cherry about this like a long time ago. And it was an analogy about a woman going to a strip club and expecting the men to just um, everybody to be gentlemen and like, while I, I I feel like a woman shouldn't go into a space and expect anything to happen to her, so to speak, but we do have to be aware of the environments that we put ourselves mm, in good point. and what can happen in those environments. So I'm, I'm not going to say that um, women should go somewhere and expect things to be happen or those things should happen to women when they go places like that. I'm not saying that at all, but you have to put yourself in a certain mindset when you put yourself in certain situations. Um, bad things can happen 
anywhere, but the likelihood of them happening in certain environments is a different story. So, you know, um, but with the divide, I see the divide, um, but I see it as a bigger issue. I see it as something looming. Um, I feel like the gender war has just been brought to mainstream and hard at that. Well, I, I agree. Well, let me read David Johnson's super chat. David Johnson says, women tell men they have standards while simultaneously telling men to accept them as they are. F-O-H. Um, I think, you know, a couple things. So, um, number one, I heard someone bring up the point that, you know, this is a woman making, and, and it was a very valid point. This is a woman making six figures. So men in this space, especially talk about women needing to vet more and, you know, needing to, you know, um, they talk about women who date down and are dating these low level guys. When we have a woman here who is successful, you know, she lives in North Carolina, $100,000. That's, that's real good money in North Carolina. Yes, $100,000 in New York, it may not be as much, but, you know, she makes good money. She's successful. You know, she has a little cute little shape and, you know, she is an average looking woman, but she is, um, you know, looking for a high value man. Why is it that we tell women that, you know, they should know their worth, that they should stop dating down, stop, you know, dealing with trash. But then when you have a woman who's attempting to do that, she receives so much flack as a result of that. Um, I, I think that, 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 that that's hypocritical. Um, I, I, like I said on our last show, I would never tell sis not to continue, not to lower her. I would never tell sis to lower her standards and not to continue seeking what it is she feels she deserves. Um, even with that, I do believe that, you know, a lot of men may be looking for something in particular. When you deal with high value men or successful men, they're going to have more options than men who are not successful. Um, not only are they going to have more options within the culture, they'll have more options because, you know, Mei Ling and Becky are checking for them too. So with that in mind, I think that, you know, it may not be as easy. Uh, someone said that they listened to more of the show and she talked about how, and I, I, I missed this point. Um, even if a guy is making close to a hundred thousand, but he's not making over that, it's difficult for her to want to date him or want to submit or something of that nature. And I just think that that's a little, um, I think that, you know, that's silly in my opinion, just keeping it real. Uh, but I do, um, want to say that the other thing that I wanted to say is that if that being that she is looking at something that is considered superficial, I know women are hypergamous and I ain't mad, sis, you know, find someone who can take care of you. Um, find someone who's going to give you the security that you're looking for and that you need. But being that she's looking at something superficial, because she did not really talk about or focus on the character of the guy, she talked about his wallet. Um, is it wrong for men then to turn that around and look at something that's equally superficial, i.e. her looks and judge her when she's judging men off of their bank account? Yes. I oh. think that uh, fair exchange ain't no robbery. If you're looking at a man and telling a man that he has to be this, that, and the third, and he messes around and talks about, 
wait a minute, sis, you ain't even all that to have these type of requirements. Um, if you have a successful man and he does not have kids and he's making a certain amount of money and he looks good, he's going to have his pick of the litter. It's just what it is now. We're not, we're not in Kansas anymore. And so it's like she got a, a good reality check. She got a hell of a reality check. But I, I think it's time for a lot of chicks to kind of come out the clouds, come come down to reality. It's not what it it's definitely not what it was. The world has is changing. Um, the manosphere's role in this is um really, really big because I feel like the manosphere has opened the door for men to really be honest with women and tell women, okay, we will have sex with you. We won't marry you. Um, we may not necessarily treat you with all this uh, respect that you think that you're entitled to because you're not behaving like the women that we want y'all to be. Y'all don't look like the women we want y'all to look like. And, and I'm not talking about even like women being exotic, but um, taking care of yourself, not wearing so much weave, not the 20 inch eyelashes, um, not all the fake ass plastic surgery, even though everybody and their mama doing net nowadays, but it's just so, so many things that I feel like would we should be able to provide for our men as women that women are just like, I don't feel like these men deserve that they're going to give whatever fucking Keisha I'm going to give them and they're going to like it and they're going to take it. And men are starting to push back on that. But we're penalizing the men for actually setting standards for themselves. So we got some super chats that we need to get out. Will you mm -hmm. start? Um. I'm eating candy. You want to read it? <laughs> Child, I cannot. I'm um, sorry. I just put brother, it in my mouth. Shout out to my brother, the Roger Report. He says she wasn't being exploited. She's a public figure. She is just some lady on an internet video. Kevin Samuels is being exploited because people are using his name, trying to build up their channels with very little content. Um, mm -hmm. I feel a bit attacked because... Uh, <clears throat> Oh, the thing you. is, you can be exploited even if you're not a public figure, though. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, Shout out to Jack Spave. He says the reason Kevin got noticed is due to November, December, and January being Sweets Month on YouTube. Most YouTube beefs flare up because people are indoors more now. Hmm. Jack, I actually think there is uh, credence to that. You will notice, and I've kind of watched the cycles of this space and other spaces, beef does generally start a lot around the winter months because everybody's inside. And I think a lot of us become more acquainted with each other. And, you know, familiar familiarity breeds discontent. That's what I'm trying to say. Shout out to D-Mac the trucker. He says, I don't feel the... I don't feel sorry for the chick. Too bad. So sad. D-Mac. Y'all just ain't going to give nobody nothing. I mean, they cold-blooded. But, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. We got one more from Bro Curlin. He says, her six figures are about status, not quality. The sketchy baby daddy is enough to give a guy pause. 
let alone anything else. Thank you, Bro Carlin. Thank thanks guys for the super chats. Um, I'm ready to open it up because they got a lot to say. Now, you guys know how we do. So first we'll extend the um invitation just to the ladies. So, guys, don't click the link just yet. We want to give the ladies an opportunity to come up. If ladies come up that don't mind engaging with the fellas, we'll also allow the fellas to come up at the same time. If not, we'll get the ladies take on the topic first. So we'll drop the link in the chat. And firstly, this is just for the ladies. Give us a little bit and then we'll drop it for um, the fellas. Ladies. Right. Come on up sisters and um, give us your take because I've seen some, most, most women have a different, seem to have a different take. I haven't seen, well, I've seen some women who were saying too, like, you know, his delivery might not have been the best, but, you know, they didn't see any problem with what he was saying. But for the most part, across social media platforms, most of the women are mad. The sisters, baby, they mad. They mad as all hell with Kevin. Yes. Like, how dare he say, I how know. dare he have an opinion? How dare her ask for an opinion and get an honest one mm -hmm. is the problem. Um, like, like I said, don't, don't ask a question you afraid to get the answer to because everybody's not going to spare you. We're not yeah. in that age anymore. And I just kind of feel like women kind of need to have a sense of maturity when they're going up and asking stuff. So, you mm -hmm. know, I, I think it's very, very interesting. And um, I told you, like, I've seen them attacking him. They've been posting his picture. They've been making um, YouTube streams about him. He's going to get a lot of hate mail because they're not happy with Kevin. How dare you tell a woman that she can't have whatever she wants? Who you think you are? Right. And shout out to Kick Cloud Kicker for the uh, cash app. Thank you so much. Melody, what's up? Hi, Melody. Hey. <laughs> oh, Lord. Beautiful ladies. Hey, girl. Hey, hey darling. How you feeling? I'm good. How are you guys? Are you ladies? I'm good. <laughs> Shout out to my brother in the chat. Hey, Mike. That's my boo. <laughs> Melody, what you think about this? You think they being too hard on her? Right. At first, honestly, I was like, I thought they were being, he was being hard on her and me. But when I saw the whole thing, I was like, hmm, she kind of brought that upon herself. Um, What do you think about all the women? Okay, like the women are saying, you know, he could have just, uh, he could have said it in a nicer way. He didn't have to tell her she wasn't shit. He, he, he could have just been nicer about it. Do you feel like it was a problem with his message overall? No, I think his mes message was correct but I do feel like he could have approached it a little nicer. But then when I watched the full, the full thing, I was like, okay, she asked for that. Okay. Um, Concrete, what you think? Sorry. I, I, I you know, my, my take on the topic, um, but I want to know Melody, um, do you think that, um, women are being hypocritical by jumping all over Kevin Samuels when if there is a man whose pockets aren't right or, you know, is, you know, too short in stature or is uh, unattractive in any way, women don't hesitate to give their opinions um, about said man. Do you think that women are being hypocrites in a sense? I do. In a way, I mm -hmm. guess. 
Be- Hold on. Can you guys hear me? I hear a lot of static. Yeah, I Hold can hear you. Oh, you may be having the same issue. You on the iPhone? Yes. Okay. Oh. Um, Hold on one second. Sure. Go ahead. So, um, who was that? Linda that said that she agrees with Kevin Samuels. So there are, I've seen, I've seen a number of women say that they agree. Um, but like I said, the overwhelming majority, probably like 70, 80% of the women that I've seen, they're like, uh-uh, how dare you? And I've seen women saying, what, what, what is so wrong with a woman who has a kid? Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong. Like you guys are trying to make it seem as though single mothers can't, you know, don't deserve a uh, high value men or can't get the same, um, you know, men with the same status as a woman with no kids. And, you know, I've seen several of those arguments being made as well as the, you know, she makes a hundred thousand dollars. Why should she date someone who makes less than her? Um, and I, I think that, that that's a fair question. And I want to ask you ladies, being that she makes a hundred thousand dollars, why should she be willing to entertain someone less than her that makes less than her? Excuse me. Okay, wait a minute. I don't know if we read Black Wizard's uh, super chat. Did we? Oh, no, we didn't. Think we did. Them. Okay. No. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He said, "I don't agree with the idea of brutal honesty. I think because the truth can be harsh, some people think it has to be, or they at least don't mind if you if you're hurt by it. I love the truth, but it's also important that people receive it." Um, Black Wizard, I I I get that. I really do. I get that. Um, I'm going to come back to that. Um, shout out to bro yeah. David Johnson. He says the manosphere is changing the game. We are 10 years ahead of the world. <laughs> I actually you, agree God. with that too. Um, <laughs> shout out to brother Roger. He said what honesty looks like her. Well, damn. Okay. What honesty looks like her. Honey, does this dress make me look fat? Him, baby, that's not the dress that's doing it. Um, child, I wish somebody would tell me I look fat. No, I don't. I don't want nobody to tell me I look fat. Go ahead, huh? Melody. Can you guys hear the static, or it's just me? No, it's just, just you. It, it goes and it comes. It does it to me too. I have another device that I have to um charge uh, that I'm charging up now in case it does. But it comes and it goes. It'll probably um stop in a little bit. Mm. Okay. These dang iPhones. Now I'm like team iPhone all the way. So I'm like confused as to how, you know, um, Danny's sitting over there on her Android and she ain't having not a problem. Girl, I'm yeah. on the computer, but it, it oh. has not, it's definitely, okay. um, mine has been cool though. I haven't okay. had with you. So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Um, you iPhone folks, honey. You know what? Don't you do that? Okay, so Melody, um, <laughs> yes. is, is the static gone now? Do it's you no, answer? it's staticy. But um, okay. you can ask me the question again. I'm gonna try to answer it. So I just, uh, well, I guess the question I was asking, I think that you were, uh, no, I'll, you already answered the one about um whether or not women are being hypocritical. I forgot the question to myself, child. Yeah. Um, but uh, I wanted to know so. The fellas have a lot to say in the comments. Do you want to be on the panel with the fellas? Because if so, we can drop the link for them. If there if there are any other women who want to come up. Oh, well, we just had Mella up here. Hey, Mella. Hey, Mella. Hi, ladies. Lovely, lovely. Mella. Hey, Mella. Lovely ladies. Mella, what's going on? I think they're trying to shut Kevin Samuels down. I think it's unfair. I think that, and I only say this, it sounds as if I have an affinity for him. I will say, and I'll do fairness, that he was 
generous enough to give his background, you know, when he first started. I mean, we're talking about before the the acclaim and fame. He was generous enough to give his background about single motherhood and his aspirations of being a fashion icon and where that stemmed from. So with all due fairness, he's pursuing what he believes to be his fate. And it's a lot of stress and pressure when there are um, different personalities that you have to entertain in order to do that. This is a woman, in my humble opinion, that should have known better than to consult a man Fairness. that is He's that is doing what uh, he believes to be. Hello. Yeah, he, you're good. He, I'm sorry. We're sorry. Yeah, he he is known as being a fashion consultant for men, and all of a sudden, women think it's cool to get a favorable, like like a um, how can I put this? Uh, let me feel sorry for you. A response. See, in my humble opinion, I think women call into his show because they want non-sexual attention. They want. Woo. Um, something ooh, ooh. that will cater to their low self-esteem. And ooh. I'm not shouting anything down on sisters that are encountering Listen, this. What I will say, what I will say is that you need to know what you're walking into. Mm. Mm. Okay? You're walking into a man that caters toward men. You're walking into... Uh, a, a, an atmosphere hosted by a man that is known to cater to men. So what do you, what, what does this feel sorry for me type of uh, shenanigans that she's conducting, be it, and when I say she, I'm talking about across the board of women who call into his show. And I'm not discouraging women from calling into his show. What I will say is that they need to conduct themselves, in my humble opinion, on an authentic level. Just like, okay, I'm here to explain what my flaws are and what is it can I do to improve? That's it. All that back and forth talk, he ain't got time for that bullshit. He is trying to reach for the stratosphere. And all that, you know, you know, contrary conversation, a man that is seeking above the rim is not going to put up with that. And that's why he clowned her. That's why he did it. It's not, it, you know, he doesn't have time to pity a woman that feels sorry for herself. He doesn't have time for that. He is aiming for the stratosphere. That's what he's about. And believe it or not, because he did it so offensively, there are a lot of women in power that are looking to shut him down. And I, I, I for one, and... I'm still enamored by the fact that he was willing to confess to his humble beginnings. I, I appreciate anybody that confesses their humble beginnings, you know? So I, I don't look at him as fake. I just look at him as evolving himself toward a higher stratosphere. And anybody that pauses his cause, he's going to clown them. That's what the fuck it is. If you call in, that's what you're going to get. I'm done. Drop the mic then. Well, well, well. A good word for Mella. I can't disagree with any of that, Mella. You, you on point, sis. I, I have to agree. 
Um, yeah. Super chat from Gabe A. And he says, hanging out the passenger side in his best friend's friend ride. Trying to color red me. <laughs> we didn't even do that to y'all. He no. said, this record went platinum off black women dissing black men. We well, we should be equal opportunity dissers. LOL. Mm. Okay. Well, can't disagree with that. David Johnson says charm equals having a good sense of humor and telling women what they like to hear, even if some of even if some of it is lies. Uh I agree. Duh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, we like the lie, we like a lie, child. And I'm I, you to know. Tell you. Most most women will sit up here and say, just tell me the truth. Just tell me the truth. Um, no, I think a lot of women like to be lied to. We like to be pacified. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. But what's it, up? It's, it's, it's called it's called emotional massaging. You know, Honey. like, yeah, shit. who don't want a massage? OK, it's emotional <laughs> massaging. <All right. laughs> mm -hmm. But Goldie, what's going hey, on, Goldie. lady? Hey, hey lady. lady, how y'all doing? Fantastic. Yeah, how are you? I'm good, good. And hey to the chat. Um, I'm just coming up for a second. I'm like multitasking, so I'm gonna jump right back down and get back into the comments. Um, but one thing I wanted to say is that um while Kevin's delivery was harsh, I do agree with most things that he said. Um, but one thing that I'm finding, oh the one issue that I really had out of this whole thing is, um, you know, this lady's, our sister's self-esteem. Like it was evident. It is evident that she is really struggling with self-esteem. And um, I think that the, one of the good things that has come out of this is that it has given um, us, the ladies, an opportunity to kind of think about self-esteem and what that is and what that means and how we can display a healthy self-esteem. So I think that's, that's one of the really good parts, one of the really good things that came out of this whole thing. The um the other thing that I wanted to say is that I'm really surprised that as this conversation has evolved over the past few days and listening to the guys, they have started like on this, the ninth day or whatever day, number day this is, they have begun to be honest about what it is that they really look for in women. And I think that initial attraction is important and they, you know, definitely place some, you know, some points there. Um, they have begun talking about what really matters. And that is the woman's heart, her content and her character. It sounds really good on on the Internet. You know, they get to say all this, you know, harsh and brash stuff on the Internet. But women who, you know, communicate with men know that they value a good woman with a good heart. You know, they would prefer that she was attractive to the eye. But what they most care about is her heart. And I think that um, now that this conversation is in overtime, they finally have started, have begun being honest about what they really value in women. Mm -hmm. And I think it's um, inside our hearts and all of that stuff. Goldie, how, how, yeah, how, how, ahead, how realistic is it for men to want to Instagram hottie with the Florida Evans attitude? How, <laughs> how realistic is that? But see, we, we got to be realistic about the Instagram hottie that they quote unquote want. They appreciate her look. They might even, um, what's the word? Um, 
coveted that ain't the word i, I use old lady vocabulary y'all they they i don't know they be running after the Instagram models. You know, they like that look. But in reality, those aren't the women that they're choosing for long-term relationships, mm -hmm. you know, on a broad scale. Right. So they say they say that, you know, they they all about the big bud and all of that stuff. And that's what we hear. And that's what we try to give them. But in reality, they want a woman that they can feel safe and secure with. Yeah. Because pretend like they don't have emotions and pretend like they don't fall in love, but they really do. A woman who knows a man Absolutely. knows that they do. And one thing that they value is being able to feel secure within this lady, being able to trust her, being able to, you know, know without a shadow of a doubt, you know, as much as possible that she's a good person, that she's not going to do them wrong, and that she'll be there for them. Is and it realistic time, for the black man to have it all? Is it realistic? The black woman yeah, wants it all, and the black woman is, you know, the, if we look at the example that we're talking about, she clearly wants it all. She's not willing to, she alluded to the fact that she doesn't really want to settle for much less than, you know, what she desires, if if anything that, that uh, would equate to less than what she desires. But concrete, in the in the realm of the title of this live stream, mm -hmm. you know, the, the manosphere sensitivity, is it realistic for them? to anticipate that they would have it all so i think that it's possible and it's realistic but i think that when we i think that part of the issue is that they don't see them receiving it all from um, ados black women which is why mm -hmm. they talk so much about traveling you know outside of the states or finding someone even within the states that's from a different culture so if you find those women typically they haven't been quote unquote corrupted by westernized ideologies and you know they are you know beautiful women who are still going to give you the femininity that you desire who are going to be submissive you know who are going who's going to you know do everything that you would like and um, you don't have to deal with the nasty attitude or the talk back, you know, the back talk um, from them. So I think that they do that. It is possible for them to ascertain everything that they desire, but they don't see it as being possible without having to go outside of the quote unquote um, black woman or the, the uh, ADOS black woman. But I did have a question really quick for Goldie because they keep talking about it in the comments. And I immediately thought of this too. Um, uh, like what, what was it about her that you feel um, was indicative of a person with low self-esteem? Was it the fact that she rated herself in the manner in which she did? And if so, um, could it possibly be that that's just how she sees herself as slightly above average? Um, she 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 likely does see herself that way, and we can you know just from watching the little video highlight some things that we might um, point to as factors as to why she sees herself that way. Um, but I I think that what people are misconstruing is her confidence for self esteem. Because to me, her indication of a lowered self-esteem was the low rating that she gave herself when she was without makeup and then the one point difference that she gave herself with makeup. Um, I think that the confidence to say, do you see me, you know, is one thing. And then but the 
indication of a lower self-esteem to me was not only the number, but also him asking her or her saying that she had a nice body. You know, women oh, know when we, she did focus on that. About, yep, good yes. point. When we began talking about our bodies, um, I'm gonna have to press mute in a minute because my babies be all oh, over that's, me. That's fine. Good, honey. When we begin talking about our bodies, then that's the number one indicator of a lower self-esteem. Um, you know, for a woman. Now a man can appreciate our bodies, but when we lead with our bodies, then that's right there. That's the indicator of low self-esteem yeah. right there. Let me ask you guys a question oh. because you brought up a very good point. Um, do you ladies think that women rate themselves higher or lower than what they actually are? No, I think it depends on the woman. I think that, you know, like if you have a woman with low self-esteem, um, then she'll likely rate herself higher. I think that if I've also like we talk about women have women having confidence, but I've, I've seen a lot of women display false confidence. So mm. they might not really uh, feel like they're an eight or a nine or a 10. But in front of an audience, that's what they would you know rate themselves as. What do you um, shout out to L.A.R. He says, what do you ladies rate her as? I think so I'll let the guests honest. answer that. Well, I honestly, I think she was being honest about her rating. She, I mean, she was average to me and it's nothing wrong with being average. Yeah. Most like most women are average. I, I agree with you, Melody. I, in my mm. opinion, she didn't misrate herself. I see her as an average woman, which there's nothing wrong with being an average looking woman. Like there exactly. are how many billions of people in the world, you know, 6 billion people in the world. Most of us are average. Like it ain't that, you know, that's what makes a dime stand out. That's what makes an exceptionally beautiful woman exceptionally beautiful because there's not, is you know, there are fewer of them. Exactly. I I'd like to say something. Go ahead, Mello. The fact that she was seeking help gives credence to her intention to be an awesome person, let alone a woman. And I give her credit for that. You know, it takes a lot of um, humility to seek help. She was seeking help. Um, unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out in, in the way that she may have wished it would. However, her intention was to seek help. And for, for the constitution of my spirituality, that gives credence toward, you know, a person that has a level of confidence about the, themselves. It, it, the, the, it's like she was seeking help. That's all she was doing. She was seeking help. She just didn't know where to find it. That's the problem. She she didn't know where to go. And so she sought help. And with this um, eruption of it being a massive live stream that's being broadcasted millions of times, um, more likely she will be directed into arenas where she can seek proper counseling regarding her, um, you know, the fact that she hid who her father, baby, whatever, the, what that, what y'all call it, baby daddy? Yeah, the fact that she was evasive about that is in, an indicator that she was accustomed to relationships that didn't 
um, encourage her. So hopefully now that this has gone viral, as they say, she will be welcomed into arenas that will encompass a more encouraging. Because Kevin, to give Kevin credit, he said, you need to seek counseling. So that that's why I think the bullshit is going on. It's like people are trying to make it seem as if Kevin is offering unsolicited counseling when he clearly said you need to seek counseling he clearly told her that everything else was just you know conversation on display that that you know so i i just i i feel empathy for the woman mm-hmm. uh, and i'm also encouraged about um kevin's advancement in his career endeavors so what you know Thank i don't know i i think everybody should you know, make money out there. That's what I think. Well, I want to read the super chat really quick. And then I wanted to get Goldie's take. And then we'll have um, just some uh, final commentary just temporarily for you ladies. um, If you want to step down before we let the fellas up. And then as always, the offer stands for you guys to come up at the end and we'll allow the ladies to go last. So you don't have to do the back and forth thing with the guys. Um, But let me read David Johnson's super chat. We'll hear from Goldie and then we'll give you ladies a final chance to speak on the topic before we open the floor to the guys. So David Johnson says, but do we have, uh, but excuse me, but we do have to stop trying to give people credit for things they actually don't have though. Everybody has and needs to know their true reach because exaggeration is a lie and lies turn out bad. Um, I agree mm. with you, bro, David Woo-hoo. Johnson. Like, there's no Lo- sense. Uh, yeah, hold on. Love makes things happen. Okay. <laughs> Love <laughs> makes things happen. You, you know, everybody keeps focusing on this. Are you a two or whatever scale? You know, which is not my case in any event that I'm interested in rating myself, but I'm not. I'm just saying, love makes things happen. You can run into somebody at a grocery store at this place or the other place. And for whatever reason, there's this chemical spark between you two where you can't get one another off of each other's minds and you just have to have him or her. Love makes things happen. So I'm not trying to hear that rating scale stuff. I'm not trying to hear it. Interesting, Mella. Well, Goldie, what is your take on, I guess, the question that LAR posed, which is, what would you ladies rate her? I know that you were saying that you feel like, you know, her self-esteem is a little bit low. um, And I'm assuming it's because you would rate her higher or regardless of what um, the reason is that uh, was behind you saying that. What what would you rate her? And if you care to elaborate on your response. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will rate her six. And I just thought about that when I saw LAR's uh, question, I would rate her a six. And even if they, um, if, you know, the adjustable six thing, because I don't think that she was terribly ugly. Like, I just didn't see that. I saw that she could have some right. improvement. And six is still, you know, average. Like, I feel like there's a sliding scale because everybody's rating is going to be subjective. So six is, you know, still within two points of us saying she's average. Average is about five or six. Right. And, and I would say that she's about a six. Now, if a person had to ask me what I rate myself, I'm going to give you the highest number available, <laughs> a number into infinity. Really? Like, See, I'm the, I'm the I opposite. Just, really? 
So is that a sign of you having low self-esteem? Is is there a reason that you uh, rate yourself lower? No, I just I'm not that type of person who thinks I'm like all that or better. You know what I mean? So, but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, because that was the thing I wanted to ask too. Is a person being truthful about where they think they stand? Is that actually a sign of low low self esteem or a sign of self awareness? Because sis says she was okay. average. Like Most people can right right average. Now. Get out of there, Danny. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, you know, everybody can get on here and say, well, we think we should be rated. But now if we're looking at societal standards and what most people would consider a 10 versus what most people would consider a zero or whatever, whatever, I th- I do think most women know where they stand. I, I just don't sometimes I believe do too. That based on honest. like the attention they receive based on like a whole myriad of factors that are external women know where they're rated even just based on the likes you receive on pictures the different types of validation you receive like realistically I think most women have an idea just even looking outside themselves what they would be rated by most by, by most people in society yeah the person knows if they're desirable or not and, yeah, and if they build upon it, you know, um, with their, you know, with their aesthetics, it, it, you know, they know, they know if they're desirable. It's just like I'm sure she is aware, whoever that woman was on that, um, whatever is going on. Yeah. She's aware as to whether or not she is quote unquote desirable. It's just that she felt prey to his line of questioning and i i just don't fall prey to that you know like rating game she I went just, up there knowing his line of questioning kevin asked all women those same questions my well you all know when i was on the panel a while ago when somebody was asking my dress size i was like what's your shoe size you know what i'm saying <laughs> it, it's like yeah. it's like if you're gonna play you know if you're gonna play let's play you know, it, it's like you got to know what you're walking into. I'm getting ready to shut up. Y'all, bro, in a size seven and a half, and you over here talking mess. No, lead in. <laughs> well, you know what? Y'all play too much. But we started talking, kind of over talking Goldie. I, don't, I wanted to make sure she was able to wrap up her point. I'm sorry, Goldie. I did over talk. Yeah, my apologies. Oh, no, it's okay. I, I love the dialogue. Um, But the thing is, is that it's an opinion. Right. Like they talk about how beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I know that that's kind of like cliche or whatever, but it's generally an opinion. It's an opinion of really based in people's preferences and what they prefer. And what they so if you were to ask me what my opinion of myself is, it's going to be one thousand. <laughs> that's just what it's going to be because that's what my opinion of myself is. Now you might give me a four or a five or a six or whatever, but if you ask me, I'm going to tell you what I feel of myself mm. and I, that I am at the highest end of the spectrum. That's just what it is. If you feel that I'm a six, fine, I'll take your opinion and I'll note that you think I'm a six, but that don't have anything to do with my opinion of myself. And if you ask me, I'm I'm as good as it's going to get, baby. Okay. Mm. You don't get no better than me. So, so, so that's where I'm 
coming from with that? Yeah. So that was my other question to the ladies, and I'm gonna let y'all go after this question. <laughs> Did y'all hear the baby in the background <laughs> say yeah? Yeah. me up, okay. So I was gonna ask, okay, should a woman think highly of herself? I and, okay. So you have a scale, and you have a scale from one to ten or whatever. Um, if a woman does think highly of herself, she does have a certain standard in her head as to what she's going to take. But then I'm looking at it when you have a um, higher opinion of yourself, you don't seem to take as much shit as when you have low self-esteem or a low opinion of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it, it just kind of makes me think, okay, if she's a three and she deals with men who treat her like a three, um, that does make it, it 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 makes sense because she doesn't think of herself as anything. Therefore, she'll accept anything. Um, when a woman thinks of herself in high self-esteem, then she's not as likely to take certain things or accept certain things. The problem is um, Hun makes a lot of money. So she, you know, it puts her in a different class. And so she thinks like uh, she belongs in a certain class. So she shouldn't have to um, accept certain things. So what do y'all think about that? You know what? I think that if she comported herself that way in every facet of her life, I could get with it. Um, just the just the fact that she allowed herself to be that, that she went into the lion's den like that shows me that in other ways she allows other people to mistreat her or to treat her in a way that they wouldn't treat a person who thought more highly of themselves. So when you put it in in there, you know, I'm thinking, you know. That, that there's some type of or some type of inconsistency there and that's what other people to maybe treat her as a three you know yeah points um goldie I, I absolutely can see you know your perspective and where you're going with that and uh, very very good can, I, can i say something sure. one more thing i'm trying to hurry up for my son but i have been watching kevin for a long time i know that his platform is going to withstand this a lot of the women that I deal with are so upset with him. I mean, they never listened to him before because he was a little too truthful, you know, or too rough or whatever. But um, I have seen Kevin work his, you know, do his thing. And I think Kevin is a really nice guy, to be honest. I think that he's kind. He's patient. I think that he can be gentle. He's affirming. He's looking for solutions because when he offers therapy that's a that is a sound solution for many of us you know Ditto. Ditto. um emotional or mental you know indications that we might need to speak to somebody you know even those of us who aren't displaying that therapy is still a good option for us i haven't had i haven't um seen kevin be as problematic as the women are making him out to be now and i've been Watcher, watcher of his for the past couple months. I don't know if it's that I'm able to handle a truth that some women aren't able to handle, but I think probably, that probably was tough, but I think he's being mischaracterized, and I hope that he gets an opportunity to kind of, you know, speak from his perspective and, and kind of show the, the the other dimensions to his personality because I do think that he is a nice and fair guy. I don't, I don't even think Kevin you know, um, wants to change the, the opinions of those who have a negative, formed a negative opinion of him. But at the same time, I don't think, 
I, I don't think that there's anything he could say to sway those women because if he swayed them and they subscribe to his show, chances are they're inevitably going to hear something that they don't like about Kevin, uh, you know, that they don't like that he says. Like, they can't take that that level of truth. And that's who Kevin is. Kevin is, you know, a 50-year-old man. He's not going to change who he is or his, uh, you know, rhetoric or belief or his delivery um, to suit others. And I, would, I, I wouldn't um, advise him to. Like, there was nothing wrong with what he said. He was absolutely tactful, despite the fact that some women didn't like his delivery. He he was not being disrespectful. Mm -mm, he was really nice. The now, thing is, from my is that a lot of women don't listen to men, strong men. They don't hear that voice, so they don't they don't understand that that's kind of like men, like how they talk. So that's why so many women were easily offended because a lot of women have shut their ears to men, so they don't even know. That that's like par for the course, kind of, you know, kind of how they talk a little True. bit. Goldie, you mm. know, they're gonna call you a pick me, right? Mm -hmm. You know what? And, and they no, do. no, they won't. They won't. Can I talk about myself a little bit? Go um, ahead, sis. I, I, I really struggle with self promotion, but I have a group on, on Facebook. If you ladies are interested in joining, please send me a friend request under Goldie Jones. But in that group, it's a level up group, okay? I know we got a bad rap around here, but it's a level up group. But in that group, a lot of the ladies called me a pygmy when I first started the group because I talked about things like the heart and things like listening to men and, you know, those things. But it is there. And I do have. Um, a face, I mean, a YouTube channel, um, you know, it's under Goldie Jones. Um, but, you know, I think that a lot of our perspective can come off under quote unquote, pick me, but it's just what women don't want to hear. It's the other side of the coin that they don't really want to hear. Okay. And they have to open their minds to hearing this because the truth and the reality, reality of these words aren't going away. Just like the men's perspective, their men's perspective isn't going away. So it's, we have to really think about it and see how we can navigate within it. Goldie, you are credible and you mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. articulate yourself so well. I would like for you to address before the men come up, these particular contrary responses that are out there. Um, there's room, you know, there's um, assertions about him being twice divorced. There's assertions about him being too focused on a uh, feminist type of fashion. There's assertions on, uh, you know, untold background uh, regard, the untold background secrets of being, a, um, what do you call it? Um, when they, a fraternity member, those types of things. What I plead you to to actually speak on. I don't know if you want to speak on his behalf or anything else, but those are the um, contrary arguments going on. And in the interest of the fact that he is aiming for the stratosphere of influence, and you approve of that. What is it that you would say about these contrary 
arguments. Um, give me just one second, Mella, before she answers your question. So I'll let Goldie answer, and then we'll give you ladies two minutes each because we do want to let the get the fellas in here, and we'll go ahead and then um, after Goldie responds, and then you ladies have your two minutes. We will be allowing the men on on the panel. So for anyone who doesn't want to engage, um, we ask that you just go ahead and drop down, and then like I said, there will be time when we wrap up the show for you guys to come back up. Sorry, go go ahead, Goldie. Sorry. Um, so Mello, was your question? Um, what do I think about what the women are saying about him? No, just the general public that is as he accelerates in his um influence, there are contrary arguments about him being feminesque, and you know, just anything it takes to shut him down. And I was, since you're so articulate and you actually have credentials of being popular yourself on Facebook, um, I, as, a, as an authority, what would you say as a closing statement to, to view Kevin Samuels? Okay, you know, I don't have a problem with Kevin. Even the times I didn't hear him pop off, I still don't have a problem with him. I'm able to listen to men objectively. And if I don't like something that they're saying, I'm able to discard that piece and still take what is um, applicable to me. Um, I graduated from an HBCU, so I know how the capas move. I have never viewed... Um, Kevin as feminine. I view him as a, a pretty suave boy, like pretty boys. That's what they call the Kappas. They um, dress nice. They smell good. They look good. They suave. And when I see him, I see a stereotypical, you know, the 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 poster boy for Kappa. Um, you know, I think that women are bringing all of this outside stuff into the conversation just as a way to discredit the words, you know, just as a way to not really have to deal with the truth of what he was saying. And it makes him feel good. It makes it, 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 it allows this tough medicine, this harsh truth to go down a little bit more smoothly. And I get it, you know, I'm not saying they right or well, it's wrong to just be personally attacking him like that. And it's wrong to try to take down someone's platform. Um, but I understand why they're doing it. I'm not saying it's right, but I understand, understand why they're doing it. And to be honest, as much as I love Kevin, I hope that he says something to kind of speak to the heart of the women as well, because women were really hurt by, you know, what they heard and, and what he said. And some of the things that I've heard him say to women that will call in, I had to like take a swallow and, whew, you know, kind of shake it off a little bit too, because it was a harsh truth. It was the truth, but it was a harsh truth. And I hope that he understands. But that should he apologize if he doesn't feel he did anything I, I, wrong? I, I, I think he should do, he double down. Should he apologize? No, I, well, I think, no, he should not apologize. I, I, okay, Goldie, what do you I think? For me, for me, I would apologize if I hurt somebody's feelings. I would apologize for hurting their feelings because oh, that her, wouldn't be my uh, her personally. You mean? Yeah, me personally, that's what I would do. Now, do I, I think, think Kevin's he owes gonna... her an apology or like women an apology? 
you know what? To be honest, if if Kevin said I reached out to this young lady and um if I reached out to this lady, hold on for a second. I reached out to this lady and I, I let her know. Okay, okay. I, I reached out to this lady and I, hold on, baby. I reached out to this lady and I let her know that um that I didn't intend for our conversation to reach this far and wide. And that I hope that she's been able go downstairs and help him with that. And I hope that he's been I hope that she's been able to Y'all, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. You're good. This is life. It's actually, it's actually charming <laughs> to hear that. So, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get them to go downstairs and then I'm going to go down. But um, I hope that he told her that he didn't, he didn't foresee this type of attention coming her way. And that he hopes that she's been able to maintain and navigate through it. You know, you know, yeah. as best as she could. I've, I've talked yeah. to Kevin. I've talked to Kevin. Um, I guess a couple of months ago, and on his channel when he started it up, that was uh, different from the male fashions and fragrances. He he was starting it up, and I, I called in, and it was a more or less confession show, right? And one of the things that I actually told him was that I heard your backstory. I appreciate your authenticity. And what I advise my own son is something similar to uh, what you're doing. So the fact that, you know, you, you're being candid and you're spending time with us is commendable. You know, take time with your babies. They sound so cute. Just take time with your babies. You know, um, Melody, much you, we, much we love, much love. Um, and Melody, you know, game changer, game changer here for your boys, baby. The, uh, <laughs> we're gonna allow the fellas in. So, uh, <laughs> Melody, we wanted to get here from you though, really quickly, and we're gonna go ahead and allow them in. Okay, I was gonna say I agree with everything Goldie said. But the only thing I disagree with, I don't think he owes anybody an apology. Um, I feel like he was being brutal, but he was being honest. And I feel like women need to kind of embrace what he was saying and look in the mirror and, you know, that can it's help them It's a teaching change. moment, right? right? It's a teaching moment. So I don't feel like he owes anybody an apology. If anything, they should be thanking him. Because now they can oh. look in the mirror and change, you know, and change what nah, they I wouldn't think. say all that now. But that's interesting, Melody. I'll let you wrap it up because then I'm going to read David's super chat and we'll usher the guys in. I think Melody? it's your turn, Mella. Oh, oh no. I, I, were you done, Melody? Yeah, I just oh, okay, honestly okay. don't think he should um, apologize. That's okay. it. Uh, Mella, I just what are your final comments? Go ahead, Melody. Um, um, I just want to hear from Melody. Melody, um, it's nice to finally be on a panel with you and hear your voice and speak to you. Oh, you are thank awesome. you. So kind. And you she always is the cutest. She makes me feel so welcome whenever I'm kind of new to the atmosphere. Like I've been going around and these guys been giving me hell, y'all. Mm, okay. That's it's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's kind of like a hazing of sorts. Just to just just um, you know, just space it. Just 
Yeah, well, just space it out. Just space it out. Mella, we, we, we need to get your final comments because we got guys waiting in the back. So we do want to let I know. <laughs> Go ahead, Mella. Be happy. That's it? And we, that's all. <laughs> we we received that. And um, Danny, I guess if you can let the fellas in and then the, the ladies who don't want to stay on the panel, they can drop down. But we got a super chat from David Johnson. He says, the truth, the pill, everybody claims to want. Or excuse me, the truth, the pill, everybody claims to want, but they just can't seem to swallow. Side note, Kevin made old girl famous. And he did. And maybe... Her business will, you know, flourish even more um, because of the the attention she's receiving. I, I pray that, you know, that's one of the benefits of her uh, of the uh, video going viral. Yes. So, what's up, fellas? What's happening, fellas? Damn. Always who got the echo? Yo, can Yo, I can um I, can I jump in here right quick? You know me, I gotta get my first baby. Why are y'all feeling like y'all getting ready to turn on a concert? What the hell going on? Right. Go ahead. Yo, let me let me let me, let me, let me make one quick statement right quick. Hey, hey, no, Dave, that's your shit, Dave. Me? Okay, let me. All right, let's yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me turn it down. Give me a minute. I'm working on my new shit. My bad. Yeah, I know you got that. He always working, He's working on something. Okay, okay, Archer. Okay, well, well I, just I just realized like today, today after hearing the ladies talk that I have very low self esteem. My you do. Life, I've mind. walked around with a three inch penis. Uh 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 uh. Wait, let me let me let me let me pre let me preface the the, the, the damn panel. <laughs> It, it will not be any BMF up here today, and what that's blackmail fuckery. <laughs> Archer, <laughs> I am talking to well, you. For Absolutely. It, for self-esteem purposes, it's now 10 inches. I can't stand you. Is that what you wanted to say? That was so pressing? No, but then, uh, but then I want to ask you guys a question. So, um, you know I have three baby mamas. Um, child support over the head. I make minimum wage about $800 every two weeks. So you but cannot really have a high-value woman. Can y'all help me out? Like, I want I wanted to be slim, big double D's perky looking right at me like a like you can't have a high eyes. value woman because you got like, too I'm many not, baby I want her mamas. To be a virgin. Can y'all help me out? Can you want a who? I have I'll... three baby mamas. And you want make, a virgin? I I, I barely make a thousand dollars a month. And I want a virgin who's a dent, a, a dime. Can y'all wait a minute? Let me ask, ask you a personal question. Contact, contact your U.S. Like, ah, no, state representative. No, contact. no, I want to have real blue eyes. No contact. Well, yeah, I want to contact know. your okay. U.S. state representative. Are you are you a nice person? No, I ain't shit. Um. Okay, so you said you make a thousand dollars a week, a month. And okay, well, you're, you're, you're entitled to that. You're entitled to a dime. You should have the best looking. Yeah most fit woman ever because you, you are entitled to that because you're and a Danielle and Rose I gotta she, go <laughs> she right down there on Skid Row on where? Skid Row? Is she there right now? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> waiting, waiting for you that's so tough Archer right? I'll talk to y'all later alright <laughs> okay let, let, let's get somebody in who actually wanted to add to the discussion i can't see who was first it looks like uh jonathan let's let's hear from jonathan and then lar um i wanted to say that she's like a four 
a California four. Like I'm here in California, so she would be like a four. You know, she needed to go down south and get herself a, a, a good old deacon, a, a good old deacon. You know, somebody that's at least the age range of fifty to seventy. Because so she, she, she was like, she was like, can she get a fifty-year-old high-value man? Well, seventy. It depends on the dude, but if she do that, she will have way higher chances than getting with somebody in her age group. That's high value. Mm. She down. wants someone that will help her with her son. That's what she wants. And she thinks she has the package to happen. So what's Well, up? I, I think that Jonathan, you know, maybe from your perspective, that's all she may be able to receive. But she lives in North Carolina, so she's already down south. So maybe she'll be able to snag her a high. I don't know. Man. Go on LinkedIn. Go, 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 go on LinkedIn. Find the CEOs and managers. Yeah. And, I, and DM them. You know, listen, something with I, a good header. I'm telling you. If she would do that, her chances any, would be a lot higher. If she's trying to get with you. And send her on her way. Let's Anything talk about possible, the 13-year-old so son. Hold on, Mella. We wanted to get LAR in here and get his opinion on the topic. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, uh, we can hear you. And clear, LAR. It's a it's lot of a lot shenanigans, shenanigans with this. this. Why do y'all all sound in 3D? What is going on? I have no idea. Oh, okay, come it's, on, Lou Gossett. It's okay. fate. It's faint. Can no, we can hear you fine. Go ahead. Okay. I can I can hear him. Okay, first and foremost, what can you be honest with women about then? Because if y'all keep saying he was he said the truth and that's offensive. You can't be truthful nice. You can't be truthful nasty. It's the truth that's the problem. You know, everybody skips over the fact that you didn't like what he said to her. You agree with what he said to her, but everything that she did, like calling to the show on the wrong day, just skipping over advice, just acting like what he said don't make sense. And you know what? I want this. I want this. All of that stuff just, eh, it's okay. He was talking to a woman, so it's all good. And what's, what's, what's scary in this particular aspect is women are upset at this because, you know, it was put out, put out on Worldstar or whatever. But how many times have women called his show and been downright nasty for no reason? No, Ladies don't care about that. That's actually the norm that he deals with. But... Mm. This part is out of pocket. And, it, and, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to shut up. Furthermore, you're dealing in a time where you're kind of twerking in restaurants is okay. You know, disrespecting men is okay. Shooting a guy in the head when you're a side chick for cheating is okay. In the same week. Like nothing black women do needs to it you you are above no you have no responsibility no duty no adult maturity nothing mm. you can do it all mm. i'm sorry i'm going to i know they deep oh, right? wait, wait one 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 other thing i forgot to say this um 
have it have you ladies ever considered the reason why women keep going to men is because women have failed giving women advice in the first place oh, no uh -oh. you know what it is lar this is the thing this is the oh, thing my God. you can offer you can offer a woman good advice but women typically are going to do exactly what it is they want to do um you could tell a woman to stop messing with a bad man so you're blue in the face if that is what she's going to do that's what she's going to do now this is the problem um a lot of women have gotten this good advice and still have followed this bad they still do what they want to do then they come whine to men later on down the line after they realize how bad it's gotten and 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 come to men to fix it when it could have been fixed in the first place but women do give women other women good advice but a lot of us don't listen to the advice um we listen to our vaginas but most women do sugarcoat it though yeah that's what i'm that i get both of y'all that's what i kind of mean because if you look at all these quote-unquote youtube pages for the last five ten years the the, the advice women follow have been terrible five and, ten and, years huh and even the guys who, who give the women advice, like they give, you know, the guys that y'all like listening to, they give the women terrible advice. Facts. Mm -hmm. uh, don't nobody like listening to Derek Jackson. Everybody likes to look at Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson uh, is just fine. If it was Bingo. an ugly man saying the same thing, we wouldn't care. Well, Chris Bingo. 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 So short and okay. ugly, if somebody's uh -uh. short and ugly, look, it comes man. across different than somebody that's tall and fine. Hey, look, it's man. just a, I, that's just the way it is. Listen, that actually proves my point. You'll listen to somebody you want to sleep with, even if they lying to you. Got them. So guess what? And so it's do you. Your ears, that's the problem. So do you. So but, do look, you. Man, this is what we're getting into is a whole, you know, debate before everybody else got a chance to, you know what I'm saying, have they wait, wait, wait. DJ Knopf, uh Roger yeah. has to leave in just a minute. So I want to get him in so he can get in and um have a say because he has uh something to take care of. So shout out um, to the line steppers. Roger hey. always gotta leave. <laughs> Roger yeah, always Roger gotta leave. Roger's got to make some money. I don't know what y'all talking about, but Roger's oh, got to make money. Uh, <laughs> um, the the issue in the situation is, uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of feelings that don't really mean anything. The lady came for advice. First, first of all, Kevin Samuels actually does a good job. Period. You know what I'm saying? People may not want to give him credit for doing a good job, but the man does a good job because he's giving Thanks. them a professional assessment. Keep in mind, he's giving them something he does professionally for free because he's making the money in a different way. So they're allowed to come in without actually paying for his service out their own pocket. We need to give the, the problem is black women can't respect grace and mercy. That's what Kevin gave that woman. He gave her grace and mercy. She came to his show while he's dealing with something totally different. And he still honored the call. As he said, people heard the fact that he honored the call Everybody who saw that video is aware that she was not even supposed to be, be there on that given day because that was not his subject matter. That was clear. That man gave her grace and mercy. We all walk around as if black men ain't doing stuff for black women all the time. And from a societal level, men are doing stuff for general, for women in general. 
we let y'all live y'all lives the way y'all want to live y'all lives. We give you grace and mercy <laughs> on all levels. And you, and you, can, you can laugh, you can laugh, but at the end of the day, men, men can just take your stuff. We can allow you to have nothing if we wanted to. And, and, and y'all really? as women could do nothing about it. As really? women, you could do nothing about it. Yes, as, really? if we decided as a side. If we decided as a society of men to not even let you own anything, you wouldn't own anything. How would you Because do you that? can't stop us. How would you if do you that? Can do it, you can do it by force. That, oh, okay. The, you talking that, about that, kicking that, in the dough. I'm going to mute everybody. The, we, we're trying to run in a much orderly panel so everybody yeah. can have their say. So um, after Roger is done, Mella, if you have something to uh, retort, you can go in right after him. But I do want to um, have everybody be able to get their say in. But we want to be able to um, hear everybody's uh, take on it. Um, and it, it sounds terrible in a playback when everybody's talking at the same time. So Good I want to be mindful of that. Go ahead, and I Roger. think that he was okay. just trying to say that they're uh, okay. stronger. No, no. I'm, 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 saying, I'm saying literally women could do nothing to stop us as men. If men got together right. on their own and said, we go, this is what we're going to do to women, then there's nothing women can do. Period. There's nothing you can really do. You, you ain't going to win a war against us. We're giving you grace and mercy at all times from a general standpoint. Yes, you do have a few criminals out there that assault women and things like that. But from a general standpoint, men are giving you grace and mercy, and you don't appreciate the fact that men allow you to walk down streets. Men allow you to have your own home. We don't men typically hear it push up that. Yes, but we allow you to live your lives. And that man allowed her to deal with her issue on his show on his time. And everybody's reacting as if that wasn't made clear. That woman got grace and mercy. And the fact that people are reacting to it is part of because it's the, one of the big reasons is they don't even appreciate what black men do, do for them. And you can even see the, the woman by what she was doing on the video. She called in excited that she can talk to Kevin finally. I never get to catch you live. And how was she acting when she was doing it? She playing on her phone. She didn't even respect the fact that it that took her so much to talk to the feelings. man. It, it don't make no difference when it was. She wasn't even supposed to be there. Period. When somebody attends to you when you don't even belong, it is grace and mercy. Period. And women need to respect that. Just that simple. You. Perfect segue. Women have that. thrown a, a and women have thrown a collective tantrum because you're a bunch of spoiled brats. Not y'all on the panel, I'm saying, but all the women who was making the videos, attacking Kevin, attacking his character, personality, whatever the case is, you're a bunch of spoiled brats. You need to be ashamed of yourself. That's about it. I'll holler at y'all later. Thank you, Roger. To, to Roger. We appreciate you. Who is that talking? DJ Knopf, you must be trying to get yeah. here. Because I was next, but go ahead, you know, I'll let Roger go. No, just real quick, because I had um, three specific points, and I'm glad Roger brought it back. First, self-esteem is not a man's responsibility, right? If anything, it starts at home with the father and the mother. That's a whole other conversation we can get into, right? And then the second thing is women collectively can't speak all this strong, independent shit, yet you require a man, one, who you don't respect, to cater to your self-esteem, feelings, and emotions. That's something else that you got to sit on. Then the last thing, and this had to do with something that Goldie said, 
there's this big assumption, right, that all black men like desire these IG models, right? One, like most of us don't desire them too. We don't even have access to them like that. This is something that the women have came up with because they watch TV, you know what I'm saying? They get validation from social media and all this other stuff. They assume that, oh, because they see Young Jock or whatever rapper or whatever they be watching on Love and Hip Hop or Real Housewives, and you see the certain select dudes up there and that's what they're entertaining, right? Which is for entertainment, you know, shock value purposes that that's what all other men want, right? Everybody out here wants the chick with the fake ass and the fake titties and the fake lips. And that's just not reality, but that's been consistently a talking point. You know what I'm saying? And, and those are the three points that I make to start with. Okay. Well, thank you, DJ Knopf. I wanted to get Jack Spade in here. And then we'll have GC and um, Brother David Johnson. Um, Jack Spade, what do you have? What's up, everybody? Tis the season. So I'm going to jump straight into this one. Um, this goes back to the, the common uh, theme I hear about this young lady and many others is she earns $100,000 uh, or more a year. But here's the problem. Men don't care about how much money a woman earns because it does not take into account the amount of debt that she is carrying. Um, on average... Black women carry a high debt to earning ratio. So for a woman who earns 100K a year, it's safe to assume that that woman is also carrying one to maybe four times uh, her her gross income. So with a man who has his finances in order, he's now being asked to enter into a relationship that's not equally yoked, which is a common phrase that I've heard going back to the 80s about women wanted to get into a relationship with a man that's equally yoked and not equally yoked. Um, I'm coming to the end. Um, unfortunately, the top, the top five cause that leads to a divorce, but not in this specific order is one finances, failed expectations in the marriage, differences in uh, religious practices, differences, differences in sexual satisf satisfaction and breakdown in communication. So if you're asking a man to come into a relationship that's not equally yoked and this not her, but any woman that's in serious financial debt, you've already you've already basically set the course uh, for that for that marriage to fail. What I mean, about her son? Uh, let me finish. She never discussed her wifely qualities. She never discussed her. Uh, motherly qualities, the ability to be a partner in a constructive relationship, the ability for her to vote trade with the man in her life that's worth his weight in gold or salt. None of that was was ever this. Never, none of that was was uh, expressed by her. It was basically, I feel that I'm good looking. I make a hundred thousand dollars plus a year. I've got a nice body, so I need a man to come in and be my and be my bailout bailout program because. I believe she uh, owned a pet grooming business or something of that nature. How much debt is she carrying just to keep that business running? How much debt does she have to take out to buy the supplies and keep the business running? I, I ran a micro business at one time. And the biggest thing with me was how much do I need? How much am I willing to take out to get this business up and running? And how much debt am I going to carry until I can get all this stuff paid off? That uh, that right there is is one of the most important things that should have been addressed by her before she starts talking about I I demand to have a man that gives me this to give me that, and that's my spill. Long winded, but that's my spill. 
thank you so much. We appreciate you, Jack Spade. Um, we got a super chat or uh, a super chat from Leo Anthony. Thank you, bro. We appreciate you. It is working, Danny. Um, and then GC and bro, David Johnson. Okay, thank you. Um, so I want to say to the woman, um, Goldie, um, who is being shamed online and being called a pick me. Um, pick me's are better women than than other women, you know, uh, at the top of womanhood, um, personality wise is is pick me's. And at the bottom is feminist. Um, you know, so you should a pick me should never have to apologize to a feminist under any circumstance, meaning if a pick me so chooses to slap a feminist, it is incumbent of the feminist to apologize for hurting her hand. That is the natural order of things. <laughs> now, now that, that being said, in addition to that, um, since we're talking about apologies now, Kevin Samuels does not owe that woman any apologies. She is a awful woman and everything that oh. is done to her subsequently, you know, is just and right. How dare anyone even ask for an apology? She gets on the phone saying that, you know, um, I date men beneath me. They are beneath me. They are beneath me. I am here. They are there. And Kevin said, you know something? These men are above you, making you beneath them. You are beneath them. They are here. You are there. They are here. You are there. Have a four. You get no more. That is what he said. So there is no there is no apologies. And, and so what if she was humiliated? She wanted to humiliate each and every single man that she has ever let into her vagina ever. She thinks she's better than them. Well, guess what? These men are better than her. She deserved nothing. She don't get nothing but the smack of the pygmies who are better than her. Game changer is on dirty keto. Don't listen to him. And, and, and game changer, okay. I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my question to the panel. Um, I did want to know like what the men think. Does Kevin owe an apology to women or um to you know specifically the woman who called up like because of all of the negativity that's be that has been garnered as a result people finding her social media and ragging on her online no i mean because she, she is she gonna apologize to the men that she said was beneath her no I mean, if she believes in a social sexual hierarchy, then she must know her place in it. And, you know, just like those men are beneath her, she is beneath every man that she's going to want in the future for the rest of her life. So by, stating that, by stating that publicly, you know, by stating that publicly, he has done no wrong. And, and nor should he apologize. He shouldn't apologize only because what happened to her as an individual is that her name is sprouted throughout the internet atmosphere and and she will get more attention than she ever anticipated that's that's the way it, it goes so kevin yeah he should kevin th that's what i'm saying right. kevin shouldn't apologize because in essence he did her a favor but she you know that's just fate you know that's F -A -T -E. i guess even bad Fate. Bad press is is still good. It's, it's it, 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 it is. It's going to get her name put out there in realms that she hadn't anticipated. And baby, listen, before you know it, she's going to be married within six to 12 months. 
I she's promise not. you that. Well, well no, you no, that's, so, no. Men, men don't work that way. Hello, really? Men don't work that way. Listen, now that she has all this publicity, um, if I need my dog to get groomed, I will take it to a six. Look, she wants her 13-year-old son to have a male influence to help him develop into manhood. That's what she's looking no. for. That's all it was about. It's not about like, look, I'm a three or five but, or whatever the whatever y'all trying to assert. No, it's about can I ask a question her. Real quick? I do can think though she's at as long as it's not insulting. As long as it's not insulting. No, but she said she had a kid at 16. She's 35 years old. She lied. Her kid is 13 now. That don't, She's that don't, that's, that's, yeah, I'm that's a lot of math, honey. Yeah, I didn't do the numbers. I'm just, that's some strange like, math. Wait, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> that's some strange math. Like I gotta math. admit, I didn't hear yeah. that part. Yeah, My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm she's, she's a teenage mother. Yes. Anyway, well, that, I mean, you know, the math is added at 22. We still have to go. Wait, 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 Mella. We still have to go one at a time. Um, shout out to Jessica X for the super sticker. Thank you so much, Jessica. Um, Slick, I see you in the back, but your device is not connected. Um, so I don't know what to tell you because I think it's the second time you tried to come up, but it's showing that your device is not connected. So I think you have to connect something um, to to have access to the panel. Um, I do want to get David Johnson up in here because we have not heard from him. Bro, David, what's going on? David. Uh, hey, ladies. How y'all doing? Salute to the brothers. Hey, is my mic too loud? I'm trying to work through this Rodecaster Pro. Is it too loud? Is it too low? Just say uh, what you got to say. No, I need to know oh. if that's right first. Ain't nobody Mellon? playing with him. No, I'm um, saying, no, I'm, yeah. I, I think I think you sound excellent. I think it okay, is a cool. good, good quality. I see somebody has been listening to DJ Kuda. Shout out, yes, to sh shout out to Kuda. I got the I got two sure mics. I got the MV7 and the SM7B. So yeah, okay. shout out to Kuda. I'm on MV7 okay. right now. Okay. All right, that's so, why you roasting mine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen, shout out to DJ Kuda. He was right about that. All right, so what I want to say is, um, I'll keep it brief. Uh, matter of fact, salute to GC. GC is the most master at subliminal shot. Like, GC will cut you, and you don't even know you've been cut. He's so, he's so he's, masterful he's a with that shit. He's, he's a master. comedian. I love, I love watching right. him work. Okay, but okay. let me say this. Um, I'll say this. I'll make it brief. Let me say to the dummies out there, we know there's exceptions. We know there's exceptions. So please don't bring up the exceptions, but I'm talking about the overall majority. What most women don't understand, uh, Janelle, my channel was coming. That's why I'm, I've been working. Don't worry. What most women don't seem to understand is being a woman and dating a woman, totally different things. Like women think, because they're women, they know what it's like to date date themselves, and they don't. And let me explain why. They go, well, it's the same for men. It's not. Men typically come to a relationship in most cases. I said, don't bring up the exceptions to the dummies in the cheap seats. Men tend to come to a situation expecting less from a woman. He comes to the situation, I'm the man, I'm supposed to provide. So when he dates a woman, 
he's more realistic because he's not even really coming looking for her to do a whole lot. Versus a woman, hmm. she's bringing very minute, I'm not saying, please the exceptions. A lot of women are coming with a whole lot of what they want, what they feel they deserve. And this is why women aren't fit to give other women good Whoa. dating advice. Whoa. Huh? So self-awareness isn't you, applicable you just cut to me men. Off. You're going to just cut me off. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I know you like that. I know you like that. <laughs> you do. You do. Self, no, no, let me Self-awareness uh -huh. is not applicable to men, no, no, only no, women? No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying, Mella. I said due to the fact that the situation, because let's be fair, as men, I'm going to keep it real. Most men, the average man is not expecting his woman to give him as much as, you know, to give him you know, as much as he's given her, whereas women do, this is where the entitled uh, attitude thought you process gotta comes along. Background. Right? You got to get some right, background. Right, right, you got to get some background because you you talking nonsense hold, if you ain't on, got no wait, background. Wait, 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 hold wait, on, Mel. Let him finish. Gonna cut a nigga off, Mel? Okay. So what I'm saying is, no, this is fact. You think about this. It, it's common sense. If I'm used, it's like spoiled. When somebody spoiled somebody, the kid that's spoiled, is more, has a worse attitude, has the false perception of life. The kid that's had to go out there and work for every dime has a more realistic understanding. Are we really going to listen to oh this in living oh, color Mella, stuff? Mella, 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 Mella. Let him I, I, do his point. I, I, I'm going to mute everybody. I'm going to mute everybody. I want to get let everybody get their point out. I want them to be able to talk uninterrupted. Like I said, it sounds terrible when the, the play is coming back. Let them get what, let everybody get whatever they have to say out. And then you can um, interject after the fact. But um, while he's talking and everybody's interjecting, it, it, it doesn't work. So let him get his point out and then we'll let everybody go so we can have it uh, more orderly. Go ahead, David. Okay, thank you, SG. So what I'm saying is, don't get me wrong, there's exceptions, of course, but one thing, like I said, women have a false perception of what it's like to date women because they don't do the... Like, women could better give other women advice if they were dancing through hoops like men did. Then they, they would be more qualified because they would be like, well, I do this, I've had to do this. So they would have a better understanding. The fact that men do do more for women... It obscures their perception. This is just reality. Like kids who become spoiled, they don't grow up going, I want to become spoiled. Through the you giving them everything, everything, they start then the moment you say no, they ready to they ready to cut your head off. They ready to write you off because they've grown entitled from being from everybody giving them. And let's be real, Western ideology teaches women that men owe you something. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody will quickly say, mm -hmm. I know nobody don't owe me nothing. That's a goddamn lie. Because as soon as you say that, <laughs> you'll be talking about, well, if a man, my grandmama, rest in soul, she was 88. This old ass woman sitting in a chair Dang. always talk i love her she she you know my mom my grandmama was a hellcat my, my mama mama was lovely i wouldn't tell my grandma that's why she was she would be 79 years old no she was a hellcat meaning and shit no man around talking about if a man want to be with me he got to come and i'm looking going <laughs> you are totally by your god 
damn self. You should be thankful if any fucky ass old man walk his ass in here and willing to be with you, old lady. She was 79? Yeah, yeah, she set me like, look, she died at 88. My grandmama was this the whole fucking time. My grandmama was not high, baby. My grandmama was, ooh, you fat. Ooh, she used to tell all my women, y'all stupid for even dealing with him. She used to tell my women this shit. I'm like, Grandma, you can't keep telling you, you, you dirty macking. So my point I'm making, coming back full circle. So it's this is why women, for most part, unless they grew up with a father, they may have struggled a little bit, or they know how to listen, very few women are qualified to teach other women the truth about dating. Y'all got it? I'm going to go on mute. Okay, I have a question for the panel oh and then I'll let Mela start the question and then we'll have Jonathan LAR and Mr. Darku and then Melody and GC and David and back to DJ now but okay so my question is is she looking is she barking up the wrong tree by looking for a high value black man should she open up and I don't know if she has already but should she be opening willing to open up her dating options because she does have the frame that white men typically like um if you I don't know if you guys saw the pictures of her that are floating around but you know she's kind of heavy at you know top heavy and she very slender um little bitty frame so may should she maybe open up her dating options to the possibility of looking outside of black high value men and i'll start with mella her focus is a male influence for her child that's her focus and if she has to accentuate her aesthetics to do it that's what she's gonna do and that's why she's looking for advice in all the wrong places because the advice that she looked for when she called into his show was based in um how can i say this contrary to women empowerment she in my humble opinion needs to seek those who are about her interests she didn't do that and therefore it went viral because it was such a classic clowning expedition and now she is probably going to be solicited by people that generally want to help her and i wish her well you know that's it Thank you, Mella. So um, yeah, she she wants she wants she's looking she wants to look out for her teenage boy. As teenage boys go, they ain't thinking about obeying their mother. Cut that shit out. She looking out for herself. You done? Let, you let's, no, let's, no, um, no. She wants she wants somebody to rein in the focus of her teenage son. That's it's what she's looking that you for. You feel like that, Mella, because most black women I know, you ain't coming in the house telling their son what to do, especially if it's just been her and him all this time. He's probably the king of the house. He the man of the house, and they ain't looking for someone to come. That's in why you got to get them when they're young. Little badass man, man. man. She should have started when she should have started when he was four, three, yeah, or five. That's when she should have started. But he's thirteen now. And his hormones are kicking in and he is not going to accept some quote unquote new daddy. He's right. not gonna do it. You know, well let's 
Let's get Jonathan. Unless, unless he has so much money, which is God what she's me. looking for. That's unless she has acquired a man that has so much influence and money that the young boy is like, well, damn, I gotta respect that. And that's only that's what she's looking for. She's looking for a man that her son has no choice other than to respect. That's Never my statement. That's interesting. Well, I want to hear from Jonathan, and then I wanted to get um, LAR uh, in there. So, Jonathan, what are your thoughts on the question and the conversation thus far? So the question is what her uh, trying to go elsewhere? She, yeah, should be looking outside of black high-value men. Uh, well, is she skinny? You know, on a white dude, they like skinny chicks. She's a three. They like skinny black chicks. I don't know what that is. Uh, there's no, I, I, I am she's, not Kevin Samuels. So I don't uh, know what that is. She's a, she's a very tiny, tiny thing. She seems like she's very petite, but she has, you know, she's top heavy. She has big breasts. Well, um, I guess that that fits a white dude. You know, she got to be in those uh, country clubs. Uh, barista at the country clubs, uh, uh, gentlemen's clubs, lounges, some some somewhere areas where um, where they frequent at. Really, the golf club. I would I would say that. that try your luck there. But I'm done. <laughs> what you laughing at, Danny? I'm laughing at him. He was like the country club, the golf club. It's true. Those those yeah. golf clubs. <laughs> yeah. Shit. She got to have some okay. job, It costs two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to join those damn country that was clubs. Pretty funny. Have some strong jobs. Just to give my take on that, um, should she seek out uh, her other options? Um, to be honest with y'all, the way the marriage rate is declining with everybody. Um, do what you gotta do if you want to be with somebody. Um, because it's gonna be cold as a mug out here, and I'm not just talking about figurative, figuratively, I'm talking about lit well, I'm not talking about literally, I'm talking about figuratively too. If you can find whoever, get with whoever you can and, and live your life, child. Um, color don't even matter at this point. It's real just right make here. sure they're medically okay. clear, uh, yeah, and that's that support. But go ahead, LAR. LAR, what are your thoughts? Um, I was listening to some Mella said about the kid. I think that if, if that was the case, the probability of that happening for that reason is not. Because nobody wants to sign up to be your kid's father at if he's 35 or 40 years old. You want to sign up to, to, to you want to get with somebody to be their stepdaddy for the next five years? That some men do. Some, some is not the norm. It's not the majority. <laughs> yeah. Not the norm. People have done that. It hasn't worked out too well. It's, I don't know any men who seek that out. Like sometimes that's yeah. a byproduct of getting into a relationship with a woman. Yeah, I mean, but but even if she if she's seeking out a, a quote unquote high value man to help her with her son, it's that's a lot of this stuff. If we reverse this, the whole situation and make it. A, 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 a man saying these things and doing these things or acting this way and doing these things towards a woman, it would be irreprehensible. Facts. And no, the, the thought process of it would, would be, would get a lot of vitriol. It's one of these situations where 
I hate to say it this way, it looks as if at too many times our women's moral compass is pointed to hell. What? You look, like I said, I hate I second that. But, but that's what it it comes because like even yo, your projections be tripping me out. I'm going on mute. I mean, just like I wouldn't interrupt you like that. You've interrupted every man on the panel. No big deal. Like the, the same Checkmate. ladies say about the men when men are out of pocket, when women are out of pocket, it's just it's kind of hidden behind I'm a woman, I'm a mother. And the problem with that is guys are not trying to sign up for that. You know, it's 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 the lack of character that has been been dwindling down and down and down. It, it's like if you blame black men for not being no good, you can say that, you know, I guess 80s, 90s drug dealer was the epitome of of, of negativity. Ladies are not understanding from 2000 to 2020, you've you taken over the dope boy title as far as character is concerned. And expecting people to, to, to just deal with it and live with it and rock with it and grow with it and fall in love with it. it it's, it's just not going to happen that way. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Is that all you're saying? Th thanks for the disrespect again, Melody. You know, no, up, I'm yeah. asking. Uh, okay. Is that all you're saying? Is that all you're saying? The 80s. That's all you're saying. The 80s. The 80s is a representation as to why the mentality should be explored as to why people are exploiting one another. You know, people are exploiting one another in 2020. That's why. So your explanation as to why people are, quote unquote, exploiting one another. Yes, I said it is the 80s Mella, can that's I ask your question can I ask a question uh, um well no no, no. as long as it's a respectful question I, I, I no say, no no um did not say okay 80s about exploitation hear me hear me when I'm saying this black men's reputation in the 80s and 90s around the negativity of the drug game gave us a bad rap from 2000 to 2020 that looks like the character rap of our women now. It's not the 80s exploitation I'm talking about. It's about mm -hmm. the actual character. Because when people go back to black men being ain't-ish, they, they kind of go back to the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. So, well, this is what Okay, I'm to, it's um, time for Sister Joyce to speak. Thank you. This is what this I wanted to ask you, LAR. Um, so... You know when they when they were talking about black men be ain't being um anything like uh because we did go through a period of time where we heard a lot of about that in the 80s and 90s and stuff, right? But then I'm looking at the musical aspect of it when red pill has always to me has been prevalent in the music. Um men were very honest about what they were uh seeing in the music. But I kind of feel like the disrespect has been going on for a long time, but um, music has played a very big part of our culture. What do you think about that? That wasn't really the 80s and 90s, though. That, I mean, when people bring N.W.A. in, they skip over Babyface and The Temptations and Marvin Gaye and, you know, Luther Vandross. They, they skip over all of that stuff to... Um, to predominantly gangster rap. 
the ain't rap yeah. took a while to, to get there. The ain't like I remember when Whipple. Pill you think it took a while to get there? Because now I'm I'm a uh, you know I was born very late seventies, mm -hmm. but um I would say the nineties gangster rap took on took off very very fast. Gangster rap took off, but in the nineties you remember they you still had Tribe Called Quest, PM Don. You still had a bunch yeah. of antithesis groups that people rocked with, just at the very high level that they rocked with the gangster rap. Gotcha. Like, I said that it dwindled down. You know what I'm saying? Like, gotcha. I, I, like, even even the gangster rappers. If you listen to a lot of their music, even that, even the things that they listen to and sample, it's usually like older music that was more love based. Can I can I interject something right quick, please? Go sure. Okay. Oh, all right. Wait, wait, wait. Lar, were you done? I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Go ahead, gang changer. So, so quick interjection, um, please, um, if you will allow, um, ladies, um, you don't do yourself a service when you talk about gangster rap and how degrading it is for two women. Um, simply because uh, gangster rap has caused the death and destruction of thousands, perhaps millions of, of men and children and you know the crack baby ec epidemic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So through all that for you to say that, yeah, but he called women the B word, it really shows a lack of higher priority. Um, some people are thinking that. I know if I'm thinking it, others are thinking it. Because that's who what I'm sold crack. Hmm? Wait, wait, wait. Um, but this is the thing, GC. Um, I don't necessarily think that it it. I don't think the women do themselves a disservice, but it was necessary. It was to me, it's kind of necessary to point out that the disrespect between women and men have been has been happening for a long time when men say that women were all up through the media um speaking bad about black men um there was also a sector of black men having the same thoughts about black women gangster mm -hmm. rap took off pretty fast and pretty hard um and it was disrespectful um on both sides so you know it's like to me, it I don't feel like you can say one was better than the other. No, I'm not saying well, that one is better than well the other. Stated. I'm saying it's well stated, I'm saying Sister George. What I'm saying is that it shows lack of empathy for others. For, for example, for example, hear me, hear me out for a second. You know, for example, take uh, something like World War II and all the suffering internationally that happened due to World War II, and then somebody was to say, you know, something. Um, ever since World War II happened, I was unable to get a Hershey candy bar. That person would come off as a true unsympathetic jerk. And I don't want you ladies to sound that way. So please don't talk about how yeah. gangster rap affected you uh, because it affected others in a far greater that, way. That, that is comedic. I, I That's comedic. The point that he's making, if you think about it, it's like right. that tip for tat. He's saying, if we're having a conversation, which of course the men go down here and do it too, but if we're having a conversation and the conversation, is, and we're pointing out something that black women do, it's the same thing as say, but white women do it too, or black men do it too. No, and you're, you're, you're totally but that's right. not the You're point totally right. of the conversation. The point of the conversation is sensitivity training amongst uh, uh, black men. That That is the point of the conversation. And we're and going all was, around the world in, in yeah, different Mella, areas. I think he was referring to the last point that was being made, not necessarily the topic of the conversation. Of course. Yeah. Everyone wants to be heard, of course. No, just a quick interjection. That's all. I, I, I'm done. I, I'll mute up. Did 
Uh, uh, I wanted to get um well I wanted to let LAR finish his point and then we wanted to get Mr. Darku. We haven't spoken to him yet, and I also wanted to hear from Melody and then we'll get um David and Nap as well. Is anybody willing to drop down? Because I do have some people that haven't been able to get on the panel because the studio has been full. So if it's I dropped down. They're gonna sit their black asses right back there. Hold on, guys. If if you guys have not had an opportunity to answer the question and you want to answer the question first before dropping down, you can do that and then free up some space. Put Um, me in the back. Put me in the back. I'm good. Put me in the back. Um, and then, Mr. Darku, can we get your commentary on um, the topic and the question? Yeah, um, I actually wanted to, um, to 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 just ask a quick question before uh, before answering that. Um, my question was to the women of the panel: um, if 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 you were if you were suddenly um, you know dropped and had to live in um, Russia or China or India. Or or um, or the Middle East or any country in the Middle East, would would you would you still act the way you do now, or would you have to adjust um, and change um, your 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 attitude and the way you approach uh, the environment? No. Yeah, I think that we would have to adjust if we wanted to live freely and or you know our uh, we we may not live long if we went to the middle east with westernized ideologies and didn't conform i don't think here's here's the thing right he's asking us if we were under oppression would we conscribe to it right and the answer is of course just like slavery there there you have it you so, so then that you proves men, that too much no, freedom you, no, may not no, always be no, good. No, no, no. You black men have been exposed to the historical documents of what it took to submit to the white man. Uh, so, uh, um, hey. Uh, um, that's, uh, nah, this uh, is I'm cool. Sorry. This is this okay. is what I, I said. Nah, yep. I wanted you to finish your point because we do want to be able to rotate some members of the panel out. Um, so I just wanted you to finish your point and then we'll yeah. move the panel along. Yes, I I just wanted to wait until until the lady finished. Um, so um, I I just wanted to pose that question because it 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 it, it 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 um it connects back to 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 the points that um Mr. Roger was saying, whereby men allow women. To, to do what they do you know men allow you to live men allow you to walk men allow you to talk back men allow you to do things because you you've just basically answered my question that if you were in saudi arabia or in russia and other places you will have to adjust your attitude so violence is a hell of a drug is that what you want to do uh-uh mela mela let that man okay you've been doing it all show come on now go ahead so so basically your answer shows that you know, black women know exactly what they're doing. You know, they know the attitude they have, but they just feel that they have the freedom to do whatever they want. So they're going to do whatever they want. So, so until somebody, until the environment goes upside their head, which COVID nineteen and the next ten years is probably going to do them. Um, Facts. You know, um, I mean, so all I'm, right, I'm, 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 one more point, time, and I'm gonna drop you down, sis. Come on now. So, so I, so, for, I, for, so as of now, considering that. Um, they said about five million people um, have lost their jobs in the last th- three months, and majority of them have been black women. Um, I foresee that in the next ten years, you know, 
the, the environment is, is definitely going to change in America. And either, either black women are either going to have to change um, or they're just going to simply have to, you know, become lesbians or die. That's really what I foresee in the next 10 years. So that, that's all I had to say. I prefer can, I, can I say something and I'm gonna bail out because I'm gonna let other people know. Yes, Miss uh, LAR, and then we'll have Melody. Go ahead, LAR. Um, about the sensitivity part, I think the issue is <laughs> that people don't want to say is our women don't necessarily respond to sensitivity, you know, in, in, a, in a general sense. Facts. So when we're sensitive, or we're soft, or we're sugarcoat stuff. It don't, the message don't really hit home until it goes left, and even if it goes left, and and the anger comes out, and the disrespect comes out. In in um in practical application, you actually follow. You you actually do what you should be doing, even if it's for your best interest. You get what I'm saying? You get, and, and that's an issue that keeps happening over and over. So e even if I'm talking to a, to a woman about something for her best interest, until I go off on her, she's not gonna take it serious in a general sense. Facts. So let me ask y'all, because I, I, I always thought about that. And then I've always seen women try to put the onus off on the man like he's not masculine enough or um, and, and this is the thing that it kind of leads me back to. So when a woman is doing something wrong and she's being soft checked, I mean, like if you're saying something and you're laughing with her, um, you're saying something, but you don't follow through on your word and she tries you again. Does it make sense? Like, um, have y'all ever heard that women know who to try? It, 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 yes and no. It makes okay. because the thing about it is most men look at women like, okay, so you trying me to do what? You get what I'm saying? Like, I think that's a better question for the women. Like, have you ran across men that you like? I bet not try him. Like, as a woman, you know, have you ran across men who are softer and you like, man, I can get up, but then ran across men and you like, oh, he ain't playing no games. Can I, can I say yes. this? Can I say yeah. women? Oh, my bad. Go I'm ahead, David, that. and then no. we'll get Melody. All right. I just yeah. wanted to say that women, if 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 habitual line steppers was a person, it'd be a picture of y'all. I'm going to go on mute. Ah! <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Melody, Aww, that face? was so cute. <laughs> no, I was saying I never try men. Like, that's just not my character. I never came across a man like, hmm, let me try him. Like, that never was a thing for me. So you use soft manip. Oh, okay, go ahead. Ah! <laughs> she, yeah, the melody Melody had a nice childhood, so you know she's cool. Um, <laughs> shout out to Latrell Pollard. He says, "What about songs like ain't nothing going on but the rent? I'm not your superwoman and scrubs. Women diss <laughs> men in their own way." Um. Nothing going on but the rent. I don't think that was uh anything disrespectful. Sis was just like she was you ain't gonna, I don't think there was anything wrong with that song. But now um superwoman now if she's saying she done made your eggs and she done ran you a shower and she trying to get home just to, I, I I don't I don't understand because Karen sounded like she was a good woman. 
to me. Yeah, she, she, like she was trying to she, be there for you. But she said she's pro- not your good woman. She said, well, but no, no, no super woman. Was everything, she's but she wasn't fine. giving any appreciation. Karen said she was running baths. She was cooking eggs and grits and shit. Or Karen said she was doing everything she could. And then, 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 then what is the problem? What, what think about the song Scrubs and to the left. There is like <laughs> rhetoric. There is like that same type of rhetoric that that's pervasive throughout some women's songs too. Like, uh, but I think that it like I don't want to kind of backtrack on this point, but I think that it predates hip hop. Like, because if you think about black exploitation, like Superfly, like think about something like they were pimping and pimping women out and be this and you know, come on, like it it it. I think that it's um kind of been weaved into our culture, so to speak. And even then, she had the choice to choose who she wanted to go with. Who? Shout out to Bab. She said she was overextending herself cooking and he wouldn't even eat. Preach, uh, Bab, honey. Yeah, that's just a song. We know that ain't right. (laughs) So he never never ate? No, by eating her sandwiches, he validates her and um, and he does not have to do words. Yes. Thank you three times a day. Listen, listen, That's, this is why I don't say grace. Okay. When I was 12 what? years old, when I was 12 years old, I thank <laughs> God. Let's hear the comedy. The reason that he didn't want to eat her food and stuff is because he was cheating and she sensed that something was wrong. No, she was trying to poison his ass. No, no, no. get out of here. <laughs> Let's back up, though. What Eddie, was do she? You still have people in the back. Um, no, no don't forget that me. life insurance policy, I, I, ladies. Can well, I ask one quick question? Can I ask Everybody one quick question? Okay. DC and um, David, uh, the Roger report says <laughs> they're just not good people. Melody seems to be wonderful, though. She gets an additional three points for her nice voice alone. In I know. <laughs> Shout out to you. She's a better woman. Sister George, the uh, voice. We also got she, one from Soul She's the sweetest, I swear. She's the sweetest. I love Melody. Soul Provider, she says, if she can't make Chin Chin, or igusi soup. She is useless. That sounds like some. Who the hell is eating? That sounds like some chitlins. That's a, that's See, that's why y'all be eating chitlins, dog African now. Chitlins. That's why y'all be eating dog. Uh, what else? Tell you, they want some chin chin. They want to eat cat. Uh, well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking brain infections and shit. <laughs> Brain <laughs> infections. These brothers, they eating everything. Actually, that they can get their hands on. It's not wise. Mella, Mella, hold on. We want to get everybody's um, take. I I Um, think Melody is next, right? Did you go, Melody? No, Melody went. I went. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, to answer your question, um, should she expand her um, dating options? Um, The the short answer is sure. You see, um, she has been rejected by the bottom. And by the bottom, I mean black men. We have the lowest standards there is. Meaning that um, there isn't, if black men do not want to F you, then nobody does. Now, um, you say that, oh, she, uh, white guys like slim women with big tits. Everybody likes slim women with big tits. That's not, and, and she still, if you're, and she still wasn't able to find <laughs> a high value black man. 
which means she's not going to be able to find a high value man. It's not about expanding her options. Mm. It's about people embracing her as a viable candidate. You think Permission. she is the only you think she is the only slim woman with big tits to um to seek a high value man? No. Permission. No. She is no, not. you do not permission not granted. No, she does <laughs> not qualify. She can expand, she can expand her options all she please. The options will not expand for her. Now, now, um, also, also, she has not shown an adequate history of dealing with such men. And that and that's that's something Kevin didn't touch on, but that makes her of lesser value. You see, a, a divorced woman, a divorced woman of a high value man has a greater chance, even if she has more kids and is a couple years older, she has more chance of getting with a high value man because she has shown a history of behavior. She like credit this woman, this woman woke up last Thursday before the call and said, you know something? I want a man with more money. She is the dumbest woman alive. You know, just the fact that she spent 25 years of her life to say, you know, um, you know something? More money means better. It means she's stupid like that. And nobody really wants to be with a guy that's stupid like that. Or a woman What about the like baby? What about the 13-year-old? I don't understand the question. <laughs> Ignore that shit. What about the babies? <laughs> what about the babies? I did. If she cared about the baby, she would have she would have She would be with the father. Now, one last thing. If your um if your body is your best feature, if that's your selling point, then you are lost. You are lost. Why? Because men get tired of sleeping with a woman, no matter how good her body is. And basically, when you sign on oh, the dotted line of that's marriage, true. you are signing on the line that says, do I want to be with this person after I get tired of sleeping with them or after I get tired of their body? And if the body is the only thing she got, and it is, even she said it, then nobody is going to sign on that dotted line. She can expand her options all she wants. If she is unable to find a high-value Black man, the most forgiving man on the planet, she is unable to find a high-value man of any type. The, the, by definition, high-value means not with her. Wow. And, yeah, so, so simply put, simply put, she's unworthy, and her tits uh, don't make it better. So, well, in the interest of not shutting the uh, live stream down, okay. I will ahead, say, Bella, and then afterwards we'll have David. I will say, in response to Game Changer, who's my favorite comedian, look, <laughs> look, what's going on is this is a woman who has a 13 year old son that apparently at that age is getting out of sync with her structure. And she believes that it takes a high value, quote unquote, high value man to incentivize his correction. And I think that's where she sought help. And she didn't receive help. She actually received humiliation. But because he's so popular, and it went viral 
she's actually going to receive help. So it worked out for both of us. Okay. Do now, let, let, let me let me explain you something. I looked it up, right? Dog grooming costs 30 to $90. I talked about, uh, wait a minute, her son. No, 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 no. no. Listen her 13-year-old listen son. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Dog grooming costs 30. Here go to, com here go to comedy. Okay. Dog grooming costs 30 to $90. You know what that means? Let's just say 60. Let's just say the median. So $60 to groom a dog, meaning amongst her clientele is a six-figure man. If mm -hmm. she is making six figures herself, then she is um, grooming thousands of dogs. Amongst sure. her clientele, there is a six-figure man that feels she is unworthy of the ring. So what? What? I what? I'm that. saying that I'm saying that I'm saying that she comes across six figure men that don't come across her. Literally. I agree that men want women that they are pr like proud to, you know, like parade around their colleagues and so forth. I can agree with that. Um, I know that for a fact, you know, I have relatives that that have been attracted to women that are in subpar careers and they are skeptical as to whether or not they should attach themselves to her because how would they explain her mediocre career? I no. can agree with that, right? However, however, no, 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 no. Your career should be getting me a sandwich. It's not a matter of career, Mella. And this way your comedy comes in, man. No, 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 Mella. This way your comedy comes in. my goddamn sandwich. You're right. No. That's sandwich stuff. Hold on, let her get point because we still haven't heard from David. So go ahead, Mella. Um, love makes things happen. Any event that <laughs> it is her fate. Hold on, nah, oh. I'm getting ready to talk spiritual. Any event, it is her fate from having been humiliated that she would eventually evolve into um, someone that would adhere to her expectations. You know, that, 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 that's possible. It's like, it's like she's getting exposure unlike she ever anticipated and somebody because she's not a fat blob is probably gonna want to get with her because they looking for somebody that, that has uh this if you don't mind what is her character does she seem like the person that would contaminate your food take out of the life insurance policy and poison you like like she seems like a decent enough woman okay. no she's and not. she just wants well, a decent let's... enough man that's what she's it seems like and woman. i think Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Let, let him go. Let him go. I'm chilling. Let him go. See how they Damn, got my man is lying jumping. Yeah. My, my bad. My apologies. My apologies. But I just wanted to say something. Why isn't she I mean, decent? Mella, I, I, hold on. Wait till we get back to you because there's people on the panel who haven't had an opportunity to speak. Um, If I could just say this one thing spirituality and religion really is going to be our extinction. I mean, I really don't, I, I, I mean, the, 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 the fact that we've gotten 
this far without going extinct that there's been at least a hundred different civilizations that have all met their demise by 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 the Europeans and and they were all the most spiritual people people on the planet. So uh, I mean, either it's God's plan or we're just the most luckiest bastards that that ever existed. But every single time I I, I hear these black women or these people talk about spirituality and religion and they all broke and destitute and struggling it just i mean it literally kills me it literally kills me because we're so brainwashed with this horse shit you know what i'm saying that's going everybody around the world is trying to get money we're the only one that's looking for some 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 white man in the sky also or some or some invisible Oops. spirituality bullshit spirituality hasn't done a damn thing but put us in slavery and, and, and have us getting fucked by the white man for the past I predict that that woman is going to be married to a white I got, man. Now, let me let me respond. You so said, optimistic. Yeah, you say you say why, um, you know, is she not a good woman? There isn't a good thing about her. You see the qualities that you mentioned. She's not fat and BAP is in there saying, you know, she's uh, she's not ratchet or she seems decent. These are absence of a negative. OK, people who work their entire lives to earn an amount, they don't want something that's not something bad. They want something good. And she hasn't displayed not one. There sentence. are plenty she of white men that want that not, woman. She, trust no, me. Not, not trust high me. value. Not high value. No, trust me. No, 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 Trust me, Mella. They are not high value. There are plenty of white men okay, that want we'll, that we'll, woman. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how this. They uh, just don't want her son, and uh, that's the that's the conundrum. Nobody wants either. You know. No, no they however, want her. How, they don't uh, want her son, and uh, that's why she called into his show. Ne never, nevertheless, it's this like the son is, is the whole not, thing. This is not a woman of value. We have to. It's like I got this on, black guys. son. Oh God. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going on mute. I'm sorry. Oh God, what I'm saying is that she is not a woman of value to men of value. Men of value do not simply seek the absence of a negative. They don't. That is how they became men of value, by demanding more out of life and demanding more out of those around them, right. especially if they work in management. Okay, um, she does not meet the demands of a demanding man. It's unfortunate, but true. Now, she may meet the temporary sexual demands of many men, and she will find that out, you know, now that she's out there and exposed like that, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure a high-value man will, you know, entertain her or have her entertain them while they're between hotter women. Well, However, see, I, I have a, uh, the thing is, and I see people in the chat saying if she marries, she'll probably marry an average man. But typically women who believe they deserve a high value man, when they date um, average men, which she said she has, um, they typically treat them like you're beneath me, like like I'm better than you because I make more money. And most of them aren't going to stick around long. Like no man wants to be emasculated because you make more money than he does. So I don't anticipate her being able to marry a, a man who makes a, you know, uh, who's not high value, uh, makes a median, um, has a median income because of the fact that her attitude is going to reflect that I think I deserve better. Well, the, the thing is, um, the thing is, Concrete Rose, is that, um, and this is another thing that doesn't make her a good woman. You see, she oh enjoys that feeling. She enjoys that feeling. 
She oh just God. ended up guy that she looked down upon for 17 years of adulthood. She wouldn't oh do that God. unless she enjoyed it. You know, if she hated being in a position like that, she would have realized at 20 that, you know something, I need a six figure guy. That's when she should have did it. But the fact that she, uh, okay. but the fact that it took her 17 years of adulthood to figure it out means that she is either an idiot or she enjoys looking down on men, and she will eventually try to pull that same crap on a high value man. Either yeah. way, well, I don't think either okay. Way, here we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. In the interest of fairness, right? In the interest of fairness, what I will allow a petition for the ladies. For me to say look this is what's going on that woman in the interest of helpfulness that woman needs to be celibate until that child is 18 years old and if she wants a male figure for her son she has to sign up for uh, big brother's big son uh oh Hold on, hold on, hold on, now, hold on. Hold on, hold on. She doesn't want. I'm telling you, she doesn't want a bed partner. She doesn't want a bed partner. She wants a male influence. Mella, why do you keep insisting on that when she said her child's father is in his life? So that's another thing that we have not talked about. If a man does decide to marry her, get oh, in a relationship is? with her, she has a shady baby daddy and he's in the child's life. So they're also going to have to deal with him. She's not looking for, I mean, she had her baby. She said the father is in the child's life. But didn't she say not? But not he's subpar. Didn't, hey, didn't, didn't she Go say ahead, Melody. Um, he's in her life? And he's in his life, but not as much as she would like. Yeah. So that means he's not there that much. All the time. Yeah. But you know what? Well, sometimes when a man comes into the picture, if you tell them, I got a shady baby daddy, like that's, that's you know, one red flag. But also men, when they uh, sense another man coming around, they start sniffing around more. And then they want to come around and ensure that, oh, I want him to know that he better not do nothing to my son. Like a lot of men don't want to take on, you know, that, that. Uh, potential baggage. Yeah. And also, remember when he asked, um, well, what can you bring to the table mm -hmm. with a high-value man? And mm -hmm. she was like, oh, I can I can plant gardens. And she didn't, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she didn't really have anything like yeah, to bring to the table. Yeah. Right, Melody. Let me read the super chat. I didn't quickly. hear that part. Yeah, she Damn. Called it farm candy. We got a super That's chat, funny. And it says, there's women who verbally abuse their sons, and that's called tough love. But when a man points out a woman's flaws, he needs to be sensitive. Um, thank you for the super chat. And that's a good point. Like, you know, women, not just with their sons, with their children, period. Trust me, young girls get it. <laughs> like, uh, they, you know, because a lot of women see themselves in their daughters. Um, with their children, they use abusive language. I've seen women use abusive language. But then when, a, when it's a man, you know, giving his opinion on a woman, we want them to use, you know, nice flowery flowery uh, language. So I wanted to, I think Jack Spade is on the panel. He hasn't had a chance to say anything. So I wanted to hear from Jack Spade. Then we'll go to David and then DJ Nah, and then Jonathan. All right. I was going to do a quick close remark because I got to, I got to step out. Uh, my ex-wife, we were married for seven years. 
she was non-child in her 30s, mid-30s, uh, with a very good paying career, agreed to get married to a man who was turning over all types of rocks to get his get full custody of the son. Once I got my son, I was very appreciative of her because it was a venture she did not have to undertake, but she did. There was one, it was twice my son stepped out of bounds and I checked him hard and I had to remind him how much of an asset she was to us and respect was the greatest appreciation he could give her. Appreciation of current and possible uh, stepfathers. You never heard anything from that from the young woman. I say young because she's younger than me on, on Kevin's uh, podcast. But hey, what do I know when all I did was ask someone to do the same for me? Everybody have a have a happy holidays. Have a good week. Be safe. I got to go. Thank you, Jack. All right. Um, okay. I'm going to so, slide on in and get on out of here. Yeah, go if ahead, I may. David. And then we're okay. actually going to start closing the panel down. So go ahead. Okay. David. Then this will be my, this will be my, I'm going to end it off. I got to make a run too. All right. So um, what I wanted to say was we've told women this time and time again, how it works, how the value works. A woman is valued for her beauty Men are valued for their resources. Now, we know, of course, y'all want a decent, handsome man. We got that. But for most parts, handsome ain't going to pay the bills. So, you know, he, we, we can get, you can get a decent looking man, but he has to be able to provide. And what we try to tell women is the way a man holds his value, all a man has to do is stay groomed, stay uh, in shape, and keep some money, and his value stays. The problem with most women is... During your youthful years when you're pretty and that's pretty much your value, I hate to say for most parts, because most women ain't trying to take care of no men. So in those youthful days of you being youthful, most women, most women, you know, they, they waste that time when they should be locking down prospects. And then the problem is then she becomes the older chick. And if she ain't rich because she gonna have to pay to get them young hot dudes or to get a high value dude, cause there's no, there's no reason a high value dude wants some 40 plus 50 plus year old woman with high mileage ass and a bunch of weapons and children. No man is looking for that when he can go get him a new hot one and he can be older and let's be honest, younger women have always dated older men. And then the problem is he, most women don't tell the women the truth that either most women end up settling or they become the old bitter woman. And I guarantee you a lot of the women that are giving Kevin pushback are the bitter women, the alone bitter women. And like I said, the scary part about it is because what most of y'all women don't know, these women hate y'all. They're alone and their whole goal is to keep you alone or keep you where well, if I if I can't have a man, I have y'all I have the sisterhood. And so they're always insincere in their advice. They say, yeah, girl, you need to go. Don't let no. They telling you all that shit, but believe it or not, they're really subliminally player hating on you. They want your shit to be messed up so they can have company, a.k.a. misery loves company. So like I said, in a nutshell, most of the women giving Kevin pushback are those lonely, bitter women or women with uh, big old egos. But on that note, I appreciate y'all for having me. This was a great panel. I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> Thank appreciate you, David. You, David. As always. Yeah. Uh, who's next? Jonathan, do you want to give us your final commentary? <laughs> I just want to say uh, thank you, Sister George, and uh, you, Concrete. I'm pretty much done. Uh, I'm out of here.
thank you for joining the panel. We appreciate you. Um, and I think Mr. Darku. I would just like to say that um, everywhere, everywhere else um, in the world that's not um, Western society, uh, any woman that's over 25 is, is considered a leftover woman. In, in, in Asia, they're called Shen Yun, and everywhere else in the world, they're called leftovers. So no man even considers looking at a woman over the age of 25 or, or take them seriously. The Western world and, and black men are the only men that look at women over the age of 30 as something of a prospect because we're all raised by mothers. You know what I'm saying? That is the facts, you know what I'm saying? That's the hard reality. Black women just don't know how good they have it. They're the only true free women on the planet because their men allow them to be free. Every other woman is, uh, suffers in silence. You know what I'm saying? That's why you don't hear, in Russia, Russians is the number one country on the planet for, the, for domestic violence. It's so bad that even the president, Vladimir Putin, had to put into the law that domestic violence is legal. In, in Russia, domestic violence is legal because so many women were going to the police stations uh, to, to, to cry for domestic violence that they said, you know what, forget this, we're just going to make it legal. So now a husband or, 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 any, or a spouse can legally beat their wives and nothing will happen to them. That's the level of the game it is in other countries. So when women talk about all this sensitivity stuff and all this crap and black men are this and black men are that, if, if, if black men were so bad, the fact that we don't have any money and other women on the planet are trying to get us should tell you something. We got no money. We're at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? And we got no problems pulling anybody else's chick. You know what I'm saying? Rich, it was like women that have money, as soon as they get a divorce, they look for a black dude. As soon as they get their divorce from the white man, they, they go look for the, you know what I mean? I mean, look at Chris Jenner. As soon as she got her divorce, where, where did he go? He went and bought himself a, a 30-year-old-something black dude. So I'm all I'm saying is that is, is we already crossed the Rubicon. It's over for you. So, so if you're a woman and you got a man, be on your knees every single night because at any moment in time, <laughs> some Mexican, some Spanish chick, somebody can pull him at any time. You know what I'm saying? So if you got a man, hold on to him with, with, with handcuffs. You know what I'm saying? Because every single year, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of men are just going to be going their own way. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be traveling. You know what I mean? They're going to be looking for other avenues. That Like Generation X is the only generation that's still holding on. They're the only ones that's on panels arguing. You don't see millennials out there arguing like that. There are no panels mm -hmm. with millennials and, and Generation Zs arguing about black women. The only ones that are arguing about them is, is Generation X and the older generation. Once we're gone and once we're old in 20 years, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So that's all I got to say, man. It's over. It's over. Thank you, Mr. Darku. Very interesting points that you brought about. Um, yeah, I, we appreciate you joining the panel and giving us your perspective. Um, GC, what do you got for your closing comments? Okay, so I was doing some math here. I was doing some math. And in order for her to make the bare minimum for six figures, 100K, she would have to um, groom three to four dogs a day um, at a rate of $60. And um, she would have to do so every day, no vacations, no weekends or nothing, um, for 16 hours a day. I'm saying that to say she's lying about being six figures. <laughs> I think... No, honestly, 
Honestly, it is very likely, it is more likely that she is lying about being six figures. You know, I mean, for one, I can't imagine that, you know, um, that there's that many dogs that need a grooming. Um, and and she is the most qualified person to do it because she's not even grooming her own hair. And um, secondly, you know, a lot of women do that because they feel that their income is the bar for what they can demand from a man. Then they lie about their income. Like I make six figures, therefore I require that he makes six figures. But, you know, they actually don't. So let's work under the assumption that she don't make six figures, right? You know, um, truly, truly doubt it. You know, then um, let's let let's uh, take to the account that if she does have a reasonably successful business, then in that business she would have come across six figure guys who simply wasn't interested. She meets guys online, which means that six figure men have the same access to her that you know five and four figure men have. However, none of them are coming her way and remaining long term. She is a tragic case of a woman who is seeking more than she deserves. And it's nothing wrong with how Kevin, who very politely brought this to her attention. That is a valid question. What do you have to offer? And she said she can give business advice. And why would a man that makes more money than you want your advice on how to make less money? It doesn't, unless he has a cat grooming business, there is nothing you can really offer him in that realm. So yeah, just, just, just saying she's an awful human being and um, therefore deserves no apology. But that's it. That's my spiel. That wasn't very nice of you to call her an awful human being because I don't. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did she not call a group of men that she dated that she let into her vagina lesser? I dated down to lesser men. People that she had personal relationships with. She's a stranger. You don't know if she's an awful human being. I know that by calling people like that lesser, it makes you an awful human being because she didn't just say, excuse me, excuse me, right quick. She didn't just say, she. Uh, Concrete Rose, she didn't just say it about the guys that she dated. She said um, she's, she don't want to date lesser men, meaning that each and every single guy, five, four, three figure man is lesser. She insulted each and every single man and young man. CC, I've heard you say despicable things um, in this space. I've heard Archer say even more despicable things. And we, we're, okay, judging then we're, her of, people. we're judging her well, she's, off of a five minute snippet and calling her an awful person. I just no, no. Okay, then you can call us awful too. Doesn't change the fact that she is also and and um, and um she deserved her comeuppance. Okay. Thank you, GC. We appreciate you. You always keep it interesting and always give your perspective despite how um how harsh it may be. So thank you. We appreciate you. You're welcome. Um, Melody, you get to take us out. What are your final comments about this topic as well as the conversation that we've had? Well, I just wanted to say great show as usual and thanks for having me. Um, I just feel like she doesn't deserve an apology because he was just being brutally honest with her. And she brought it upon herself. She came up there asking questions on a day where the show wasn't even about that. 
And he even, he said it several times, like, why did you come up here? You know, and it wasn't even about that topic. And she just kept going. So she kind of brought it upon herself. And I don't feel like he was being mean. I think he was being as polite as he can. So that's it. Thank you, Melody. We appreciate you. And the the fellas love when you come up here because they get to to do what they do in their mother's basement while listening to your voice. (laughs) Rigorously. You silly. Rigorously. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hope you fix some pot. Never mind. (laughs) I love when Sister George do my voice, though. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, they, 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 they see it in their mama's basement. Listen to her too when she do the little melody voice. Right. <laughs> My melody voice is official, damn it. It's official. It is official, honey. honey. They have recordings of y'all that they play back when mama sleep. Oh, girl, God. I'm not going to play with you concrete. <laughs> they grab the looper. Oh, oh, God. God. You are hell. Okay, okay, okay. No. Funny. I'm being silly. I'm being yes. silly. I have a very, very quirky sense of humor. But nonetheless, this was a good show. Enjoyed the panel. Mella had it lit, button in every two seconds. But mm-hmm. um, in addition to that, just some very good conversation surrounding the topic. I do want to say this. I don't doubt anything that she said because I don't have a reason to believe that she's a liar based off of the five minutes that we um, you know, heard her speaking to Kevin. It's How is this saying that she had a sixteen? It's very possible to have a successful pet grooming business where you're making six figures. Do you know how much um, white folks will pay for their dogs to be groomed? And it's all kinds of dollars. But how old is her son that she had at sixteen and she's thirty-five? So she is a liar. I didn't hear that part, but you guys say she said that, so uh, maybe she misspoke. I don't know. I believe in giving people the benefit of the doubt. She remembered? She she forgot the age she was when a human being was snatched out of her vagina? DC, this is my point. Um, As far as pet grooming businesses go, there are a plethora of things that people do in pet grooming businesses. They like bleep, they will like, um, you know, groom the, the anus of animals. They cut the vaginal area. That's extra. They paint the toes. They do all kinds of things that can, um, you know, earn them more money. In addition to that, I've seen posh pet grooming businesses that make a lot of money. If you, and if you also include mobile, you know, a mobile service too, like there's a ton of, she could very well be making six figures is my point. Um, nonetheless, um, I do feel like the, blowback that she received was unwarranted. I don't feel like, you know, she's an unattractive woman and her looks should have even been attacked in the way in which they were. I don't think that there was absolutely anything wrong with Kevin's um, feedback um, because that's what she went looking for. And I feel like seeing women on, you know, um, different social media platforms kind of like, you know, coming to her aid and talking about how awful she is. I think that it is, um, it, it, it kind of speaks to like the mindset of women that um, we don't want men being honest with us. That, you know, despite the fact that we put ourselves in a position to hear someone's um, feedback, that we don't respect it unless it's pleasing to our ears and unless it's what we want to hear. And I think that, you know, like it's time for us to put our big girl panties on and actually, um, you know, respect the opinions that we solicit. And I mean, we don't have to necessarily agree with it, but all of this coddling 
is kind of sickening to me. Like that's a grown woman. She went up there. She knew what she was gonna get. She she you don't even have to you don't even have to watch Kevin very long to see um you know how he um presents and to see you know like what his approach is so for her to say she's watched him for some length of time and she had been wanting to get on there like she knew that you know his um response could be what it was and so i mean i don't feel sorry for her in that respect i also don't feel that he owes her an apology not for um you know his response to her i mean if he felt like dang i didn't mean for this um video to go viral in the way that it was and you know i hate that she's getting the blowback that she is so i'll reach out to her that that would be his own business but i don't think that his actions warranted an apology um but nonetheless like i said this was a real good conversation some very good information came out of it um very good um different perspectives as always and i enjoyed hearing them um, thank you to everybody who participated on the panel, everybody who super chatted us. We appreciate y'all and everybody in the chat. Y'all were going crazy tonight and it was extremely entertaining. Yeah, and that's all least, I got. At least we all agreed tonight. Everybody agreed. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody that came through, um, everybody that joined the panel. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you guys, um, especially the ladies who came up. Um, we definitely got the chance to hear some different perspectives. Um, shout out to everybody who came through on the cash app. Really greatly appreciate you guys as well. And shout out to everybody in the chat, especially those who super chatted. Um, as always, it's always great to have people come and listen to you and um, be entertained by your show, especially when they can definitely be somewhere else. So I'm always grateful for you guys to come through and to kick it with us for the hours that y'all give us. Um, hopefully you guys will have a great weekend and great start to the holiday. Um, but thank you guys so much for coming out and be sure to join us on Sunday um, where we will be back with another dope ass topic. If you have not subscribed, subscribed please subscribe and also um we are everywhere so if you missed the show here and you want to catch a playback but you don't feel like being on youtube you can also find us on google play apple play itunes spotify oh yeah that thing every everywhere Yes, honey. Um, shout out to my brother, the Roger Report, and I'm gonna read this in Melody's voice just for y'all. Thank <laughs> God, thank God for Melody. Her voice wouldn't mean anything if she wasn't such a good person. It's nice to see her character, her good character, is on display whenever I hear her. Oh, thank you, so Roger, nice. for giving to us from your lubriderm. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Concrete. <laughs> oh, y'all got me cut. You have been on one today. <laughs> yeah, she's cracking me up. Girl. Oh, y'all. Y'all the best. <laughs> but anyway, we're out. Y'all be good.